circle, Philadelphia side of the pitch. Maxi now will drive it to the left. Well placed ball, Baizo there, so is Goody. Goody has the room, here's Mango! It's the go-ahead goal from Goodmunder to Lawrenson! It's 2-1 New York City FC! With only two minutes left in regulation! In the Eastern Conference Final, you wonder, will that be the moment that sends New York City to their first MLS Cup Final? And it's Tylus Mango, the reserve striker here in the second half. And indeed, that's the goal to put New York City into the MLS Cup Final from Providence Park in Portland, Oregon. Portland plays host to New York City in the MLS Cup here on the New York City FC Network presented by Ford. The official truck and SUV partner of New York City FC. Visit buyfordnow.com or your local Ford dealer. Also, Hayes, the official recruitment partner of New York City FC. New York Presbyterian, the official hospital and team doctors of New York City FC, and Heineken, proud partner of New York City FC, drink responsibly. Well, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Glenn Crooks, along with John Rojas, and, uh, well, it's quite a scene here at Providence Park. Timbers Army, they were here in full and in full voice uh, two hours before kickoff. They are to our left, as we're pretty much situated in section 111 uh, in the midst of all the supporters mostly portland where we are there were 1500 our 1500 new york city supporters who traveled for this one and they are in the far right corner as we look at it from uh just behind the corner flag at providence park and it is going to be a fantastic view to bring you this in a driving rain. It hasn't stopped raining from early this morning till now. Winds gusting up to 40 miles per hour, but I don't think either team will mind as they're looking to play for the MLS Cup title. Uh, this is the third finals appearance for the Portland Timbers, and they have a championship under their belt in 2015 when they defeated the Columbus Crew. They fell short against Atlanta United in 2018, and for New York City, it's their inaugural trip to the title match. John Rojas, he lives in Portland. He's a former New York City FC radio commentator on the Spanish side. It's always wonderful to meet back up with John, and John, a pleasure to have you on the broadcast today. What are your initial thoughts? It's awesome, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is a, a really great atmosphere that we all going to enjoy. It. We are, like you said, by the Portland Timbers fans. And this is going to be fantastic. Uh, the, the boys in blue are ready. They came in with a really nice attitude towards the game. No excuses, no complaints, ready to perform, focus on the job that they had in hand, and they look pretty much ready to go at it and try to done this job. So, John, what about experience? Uh, and we will be hearing from Alfredo Morales, who will start at the midfield for New York City FC and uh, their head coach Ronnie Dyla in his second year guiding City to this MLS Cup final. But the Timbers have become the 10th team in league history to reach the MLS Cup on at least three occasions. They've been here quite recently under Gio Savadese, and you always hear about the experience. Sometimes you look at it from an NCAA point of view, getting to the College Cup, the Final Four, and the first time, all the things you have to be cautious of. 
How much does experience play a role today? He, pl he plays a lot of, of uh, good information, good role, for, especially for the um, uh, technical stuff. You know, Gio knows how to manage this week, how to talk to the guys, how to prepare the schedule for them and have them thinking on the role that each one has to play on this final. And then translating that to the players, those players with more experience can talk to the young guys, right? And make them play their game and not into the atmosphere, not into the emotions of the fans. And that's something that for NYCFC, for example, is gonna be really important because they are the visitors here, of course, atmosphere is gonna be against, but if they can, focus on their game, the way they want to play, the game plan instead of the atmosphere and the emotions, I think they're going to go to a right start. Three current members of the Timbers have played in both previous MLS Cups for Portland 2015-2018. Diego Valeri, who was the MLS Cup MVP in 2015, but is in a different role now. We can get into that. Diego Chira who played the entire match in both MLS Cups, and you would expect that again today. The uh, veteran is in the lineup. And Darren Espria uh, has also played in both. So that's a lot of experience from well, at least two of the three who will play a major role today. But you never know, Valeria yeah, off the bench late. Exactly, and especially with Diego Chara. I mean, a guy who everybody knows and everybody around MLS loves because he does his job so well and always with a smile. And he's a guy who controls the midfield that is really good on tackles, that is always directing traffic. So that experience in the midfield is important for uh, Portland Timbers. And one of the um, surprises today is one with a little bit of experience too, because George Foshibe is on the 11. I think nobody had him on the 11 today. He played already three playoffs matches, and he played, if I don't mistake, 11 games this season, correct? So he's a contributor on the team, of course, but there's something there coming from the coaching staff with him, you know? Yeah. Some, some kind of personal impulse and having Paredes coming out of the bench because Paredes, he's been the more stable player lately and a really good contributor on the midfield for them. Interesting, Fachive has started 11 of the 22 matches that he's appeared in, mm -hmm. so it's not a complete wild card. On the New York City side, two changes. One you fully expected, Tati Castellanos in forever, coming off the 2-1 win against Philadelphia in the Eastern Conference Final. And Gudmundur Terrarensen, who came off the bench to provide assists in each of the last two playoff games, he will start at left back ahead of Malde Amundsen for New York City. Yeah, it's really important. I think the, the role that Goody is going to play on this, because you want Rodriguez to be on the front fruit. You want Van Ranking to defend more than anything. You want Charat to have to be playing and mindful of the wider game and the central channel. Um, uh, Timbers is a, is a team that actually defends really, really well the central channel. So you want to span them, play wide, make them, you know, extend their defense and have those spaces. And for that reason, I think uh, Goody is a really good addition on that lineup. One of the other uh, members of the starting 11 for New York City today, and he's become a regular in the midfield. He'll be next to James Sands, and that's Alfredo Morales, 30-year-old, Berlin, Germany native. Uh, he uh, has been a guy who has played. This will be his uh, 20, uh, rather, his 32nd match overall in all competitions. But beyond that, 
and this is part of your conversation with him, and I'll get to it in a moment, but it hasn't always gone well for Morales. I think there was that automatic thought that uh, he would just uh, come in and solidify a spot in the midfield. It took some time. Let's go to your interview with Alfredo Morales, John Rojas. John spoke to uh, Morales yesterday after training. This is it, final hours. Uh, you guys ready? Uh, what is there to do in this couple of hours before the game? Um, yeah, it's just about preparing yourself. Uh, eat good, <laughs> sleep good, uh, prepare yourself physically, mentally as, as good as possible, and then uh, just, just make yourself ready to execute uh, the game plan whatever your position is what you what you have to do your task on the pitch uh, so that's that's what's all about yeah with your experience what would you say before coming out of that tunnel to the young guys that are going to leave this for the first time um it's just you have to embrace it this is the moments you play this you, you play for like for me personally i love pressure moments like i think you have to, like I said, you have to embrace it. You have to go and take it. And um, this is what I tell my, my teammates because, I mean, of course, you're going to be nervous maybe. The, the atmosphere is going to be great. It's a lot at stakes. Uh, it's a big game. So it's totally normal. We are all humans. So it's just, it's just about breathe, relax, focus, and then you just go out and do what you do since you're six years old or whatever, you know? Yeah. On a personal level, you grew on your role game by game and during the season, right? What is different from that Alfredo that came to New York and the one that is facing the final today? Um, I think from the first day, I was very excited. Uh, I was uh, very fit uh, because I, I was almost at the end of the season in Europe, uh, so I was in good shape. Um, but it's just different. I mean, the coaches, I talked to Ronnie a lot of times, what he really expects from me, how he wants me to play, how he wants me to position myself. So it's a lot of details and I was working on it. And then I had a phase end of summer where I was not feeling good physically because, I mean, I play, I'm in season since last year, uh, August. So there's a point where your body tells you, okay, you have to stop, you have to take care of yourself. And this is what we did. And I mean, I'm so motivated to be on the pitch. And I'm 31 years old, but I feel like I'm 23. <laughs> I think I also physically, I, I look like I'm 23, 25 maybe, but uh, I'm just excited to be on the pitch. And of course you want to be successful. So uh, it's a lot of fun to, to be out there. And in that sense, what is the balance between um, embracing the atmosphere, getting all that, you know, people, the noise, everything, but at the same time have the mindset of just performing your game, not into their game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, um, I don't know, there's no real exp explanation, I guess. It's just, uh, it's just a mentality thing. How, how, how do you want to approach a game? Do you want to give everything and this is what you want to bring to the table first? Like your, your passion, your emotion, your hard work. This is what you bring to the table, and especially away in a, in a stadium with the great atmosphere. So um, if you do this and you push yourself, you get confidence, you get a couple touches, and then you can play. You're free. Mm -hmm. Final here. Um, 
from the outside, Portland Timbers is recognized as one of the teams that defend better the middle channel, which is your channel, the center mm -hmm. channel of the field. Do you guys see it that way, or you still see that there's a lot of space there for you to operate? I think if you if you look at us, how we play, how how we want to play, we want to move the ball. We are very very good uh, in positioning ourselves, especially when we have the ball to get our uh, our wingers or Maxi or whoever plays Tati and go in good positions. And this is what we did the whole season, and we will continue to find spaces. This is how we want to play, and this is our philosophy. Uh, this is the way we believe in, and this is what we will do. And I don't really care what the other team is going to do. We will find solutions. Alfredo, thanks. Enjoy it. Thank you. That's our John Rojas with Alfredo Barrales training yesterday. And I think the thing that stuck out for me, John, is how he truthfully described coming in fit and performing well early on and then dragging at the end of the summer because he had played so many consecutive days coming from the European season to the MLS season and uh, how it was necessary for him to maybe uh, recover in there. Somewhere. And having the honesty, Glenn, with himself and with the coaching staff to sit down and say, you know what? My body is screaming at me. I need to slow down. I need to recover myself to get you my best. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's so windy here. Forgive me, Job, but no, no. Uh, the MLS Cup, they have a uh, blow-up MLS Cup in the midst of uh, the, the stadium field at, at Providence Park. They rolled out a, a wonderful logo and then tried to inflate this uh, MLS Cup, but the wind has said... Uh, not yet. Has, not yet. <laughs> they, they've denied the opportunity, <laughs> this, this gusty wind. So Morales is in the midfield along with Sands. Tavon Gray, Maxime Cheneau, Alexander Collins, and Goodwin de Torrance at the back with Sean Johnson in goal. And then the front four of Santi Rodriguez, Maxi Morales, Jesus Medina, and Valentin Tati Castellanos. And that's uh, the weight it will go at the start for New York City. On the bench, that's a pretty good bench, Tiago, Malde Amundsen, Gideon Zalabam, Nico Acevedo, Tylus Magno, who scored the game winner against uh, Philadelphia. What a wonderful moment in New York City FC history. And also Tony Rocha, Ismail Tajiri, Shradi. So there is certainly some uh, attacking prowess on the bench. And ever. And ever. And yep. ever. So a lot of choices for Ronnie Dada depending on how the game goes. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, what, what Ronnie wants, of course, is play on their terms, have the ball, try to dictate the tempo, try to take away the atmosphere. They know that if they go on the front foot, they're going to give spaces on their back to a Portland team that is good on transition. So what he actually wants is to take the rhythm out of their ideas. They understand that for a long period of the time, probably Portland is gonna give them the ball by design. So it's not that they don't care about the amount of possession. They care about what they do with the ball. Moving the ball fast is key to find those spaces. And, and that's what uh, Ronnie wants there. And that's why this lineup is there and they have the tools to get back in any time to the bench and get attacking position minded players. Let's spend a moment on Providence Park before we get to Nick's, uh, New York City FC assistant coach Nick Cushing. Portland this year, they had 11 wins at home. That was uh, the second best total in MLS, only trailing Supporter Shield winners, New England. 
Portland is very good at home. Yes, they Maybe are. for obvious reasons because of the massive support they get. Uh, quietly, although some make it a, a more loud proclamation, opposing players almost to a player will say that this is the best atmosphere in MLS. That, and, 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 and they all embrace it. You know, locals and of course the guys in blue. I mean, this is the games that you want to play. That is why you work so hard because you want to leave these experiences and and alfredo was saying it you know i asked him why would you talk to the young guys sans and and uh and Tavon gray for example on that tunnel coming out and it's it's awesome it's, it's just embrace it leave it have your mindset ready for the plan don't get over excited but enjoy this because this is your life this is why you get up every morning to work that's John Rojas. I'm Glenn Crooks. We're happy to be with you here on the New York City FC Network. It's the MLS Cup Final. New York City FC at Portland. When we return, it'll be New York City assistant coach Nick Cushing. You're listening to City Soccer, uh, the New York City FC Network. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look, and I look good. I need to get back out on the scene so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Well, it's the MLS Cup Final. I'm Glenn Crooks. This is the pregame show. Uh, assistant coach Nick Cushing with us uh, ahead of this uh, match at Providence Park against the Portland Timbers as New York City has advanced to their first MLS Cup final. Nick, just in general, what kind of week has it been? I mean, the, uh, the adulation, you know, beating Philadelphia in the conference final to get here, and, you know, there, there's craziness, and I, I would think that as a staff it's at least a little bit of a challenge to try to get some sense of normalcy here. Yeah, I think, I think off the back of the New England game before the Philly game, it, there was so much elation, you know, going to the the Support Shield champions, beating them in their own stadium, and playing so well. We thought we really performed in that game, and then going on to Philly, and obviously with all of the things that happened around that game, we we actually met the day after as a staff, and we made a conscious effort to, to discuss around, you know, things around, you know, emotional energy that we might have spent. How do we regenerate the players? How do we make sure now we're in the MLS Cup final that the noise doesn't get within our training facility on that Monday and that Tuesday? And then once we were here, how did we make sure that we just prepared for a normal game? Um, and you know what? I think we've done a good job up to now. I think the players have, you know, they've been relaxed. We've managed to stick to our normal process. We've not managed to divert a lot off what we would normally do for preparing for a game and if I look at when we traveled three days before to Nashville when we traveled three days before to LA we did it at Miami we followed those same processes so it feels like a normal game and you know we, we feel like we've done a good job this week 
Now, the biggest difference about playing Portland versus the other teams you've met is that the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, they just pretty much bang heads against each other multiple times. Very familiar with Atlanta, very familiar with New England, very familiar with Philadelphia. Now you've got Portland. So what have you learned in your studies? Yeah, I mean, we learned a lot because we played them in the bubble last year. So we, we know it's the same players, we know it's the same coach. And through watching games since then, we know that they've retained the same style. We know that they're, they're going to wait for us. We know that they're going to allow us to have the ball, even though they're the home team. They'll allow us to have the ball. And, you know, they'll, they'll try and hit us in those counter-attack moments and those transition moments. And, you know, I think they're very similar to Columbus. When I look at them, their setup, their defensive setup, the way that they score goals, the way that they expose teams like ourselves that want to play with the ball and want to, you know, dominate the ball. So, uh, although we feel the game plan and the game is pretty straightforward from a tactical point of view, it's going to be a difficult game because they're really, really good at applying the style that we see from the bubble. It, it caused us problems in the bubble when they beat us. And they've caused a lot of teams problems, hence why they're in a, an MLS Cup final. If I recall, the, one of the problems was penetrating their back line or that block. You know, they play a little bit low and set up for the counter, like you said. But a lot has happened since then. Um, you've had new players added during the course of the year. How do you feel like you're prepared for that uh, this time around? I, I, I really feel like we're, we're a lot more prepared. And not just because we've played them before, but... If I look at the bosses consistently preached and pushed us all as a staff and as a team to improve, you know, every day we want to be better, we want to analyse, we want to reflect, we want to get on the training pitch and become a better team in all areas. And when we played them in the bubble, you know, it was six months in and we'd had a lot of COVID interruption in the season. We're now two years into this staff and this team and there's been, like you say, there's been transition. I think the biggest area of improvement has been our work rate I think we work a lot harder we're more together whether it be off the pitch we're, we're a real together group but on the pitch when we play together whether that be with the ball or when we work together and we, we we stay compact and we work back and we and we work hard that makes us a better team and I think that gives us a better chance against a Portland team that is going to wait and try and hit us on the in those transition moments we watch the game as a staff and we were disappointed in our in our work rate off the ball in that game back in the bubble Nick Cushing with us here on the uh, pregame show ahead of MLS Cup uh, here in 2021 New York City at Portland against the Timbers. Uh, you've, you've been around, you've, you've coached a, a high-level team as a manager uh, at Man City with the women. Here you're with a, a big club in MLS. And, and every season has its ups, ups and downs. I, I, I think that so many people have mentioned this uh, goody free kick all in Atlanta and how that uh, really turned things around. I wonder, um, and I know we briefly talked about it uh, at Miami uh, when you did the pregame for us. Do you look back and the team hasn't lost since, and that point probably gave you the, well, it did give you the home match against Atlanta in the opening round of the playoffs. So is that the seminal moment this year? Yeah, I do think we all feel that. I think. And we feel it more because we were in a difficult period and we were suffering as a team. And, you know, we dropped points. We'd been beaten by Red Bull at home. We'd been, you know, that late draw at Red Bull took a lot out of us because we played so well defensively there. Um, so that moment, I feel, was payback for the way that we bounced back in those games. 
And I really believe that because the moment was huge because it's an away point against a top team. It, it, but, it, but also we played well in that second half. We took the game to Atlanta in that second half. And, and although we didn't probably create clear moments, we, we did play well. So we, I feel we deserved it to turn around. And then one thing that the boss has done an incredible job for uh, for me is, is, is encouraging the team to learn from moments, whether it be good moments, whether it be bad moments, whether it be ups, whether it be downs. We've reflected on those moments and we've accepted them and we've become a humble and honest, and a honest team. And after that Atlanta game, we, you know, we went on to the next game and the next game and the DC game and all of those games and we had incredible performances. Um, and we learned from those difficult ones. And yeah, you know, I think, I think for me that Atlanta goal for Goody is an important one, but my most favourite moment has got to be the Thiago goal at DC last well, minute. Well, yeah, well, that's, that's my favourite call for sure because that was just... Uh, and honestly, you were involved in that celebration along with everybody else and it was one of the most spontaneous and I think uh, largest group celebration I'd ever seen in franchise history. It's just the, the circumstances of that game, right? Yeah, I think, you know, we, we, gave, a, we gave away a, a cheap goal and then we managed to get ourselves back in the game. We lost Jesus Medina really early in the game and, and Thiago came on and he'd not had so m many minutes and to push them and to try and get the win and it was at Red Bull. But then to, to you know, get the last minute goal and it's <laughs> such an individual goal from Thiago that, yeah, there was, I think that that's why we love the game, those moments. No question. And a big moment today and I don't know if you can point to any particular keys. I mean, I, I've thought about matchups, just uh, an 18-year-old at right back who has uh, performed at a pretty high level. Uh, maybe you see it as a very high level, but against some quality people on the left side in these playoffs, and he's more than handled himself. Yeah, he's been, he's been incredible in his performances because I think he's a good player. We know Tavon is a good player, but... To put together four, five, six performances is really difficult as a young player. You know, you, you, even when you are a good player, you, you have no experience and you have no real, you know, games to draw on. And and he's managed to put five, six performances together. And you know, we have confidence in him. We have trust in him, and we believe in him. So you know, I'm sure he'll have a good game tomorrow or today. Yep. Talking about Tavon Gray, I don't think I even mentioned his name, but he's got a Spria and maybe the, the Colombian Moreno to deal with. And uh, is there any other particular matchup or matchups that you that you look at that, just from a spectator point of view, or, or to help me prepare for my broadcast, but that that you think are uh, in some way uh, could could decide the match? Uh, I think we know we have to keep Blanco quiet. I think we, we ha we've done a good job in Carlos Gill when we played New England. Um, we did a good a good job against uh, Philly of, of stopping their their playmakers Gazdag from getting on the ball, and I think we have to do that with Blanco. So our, our two centre halves and our two midfield players have to provide us with real structure in that moment. Um, I think Tati was all, is always going to be a player that we're going to look to give us a boost. You know, we missed him against Philadelphia. He's in in real form, and I think their central defenders won't have played up against somebody like him. So I think that's that's really important, and I think our wingers. I think, like I say, you know, in that game against Portland in the bubble, we were disappointed in how we defended the sides of the pitch with our fullbacks mm -hmm. and our wingers, and yeah. it cost us. So I think it's been a strong part of our game, and and I think tomorrow, if we do it as well as we have done in previous games, especially like we did in that New England game and the Atlanta game in, in previous playoff games, I think it will give us a huge chance to win. And there you have it, New York City FC assistant coach Nick Cushing. 
with us here on the pregame show presented by Ford. Uh, I'm Glenn Crooks along with John Rojas. And John, what's your uh, response to Dick Cushing and uh, some of his uh, pregame takes? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I like the way, like I said before, the approach, the mental approach, the way they uh, try to separate and galvanize the team from all the uh, excitement and, and focus on the game and focus on the job at task. Now, if we go tactically, I know they study Portland Timbers before, and, and I know they went deep into it. But um, I think that uh, it could be wording but they, the coaching staff in NYCFC, see a, a Portland team that is going to sit back most of the time. And I don't see it that way. I see an, an, a, a local a, a Portland Timbers that, it, yes, is going to defend primary, but they're going to have the blocks in the middle of the field. They're not going to sit back and watch. You know, they're going to be constantly looking for moments to attack. And that's a little bit of tweak, a little bit of difference that I see on the way Cushing was describing the game that he expects. So let's uh, set up the game uh, tactically, John. We know that New York City, in the, their best way, they like to control the game. They like to control the possession. They like to calculate when they get forward and then go from there. But they have shown at times to have issues with a team like Portland, the ability to penetrate, not just New York City, but other teams. When Gio Savarese, the Portland coach, gets his team properly set up, and organize and then of course that blistering counterattack, which was described and I know you you have uh, analyzed it as more of a blend but still that could be the most critical factor yeah it is totally and because NYCFC is gonna find a Portland Timbers that when they are to defend and when they are set up to defend they're gonna set out two lines of four okay Dairon Spree is going to come down and work on the left side of George Pashivi. And Sebastian Blanco is going to come back and work on the right side of Diego Chara. And then they either can do a one or two in front of them, either Chara, Jimmy, and Mora, or either only Jimmy with Mora at top. That's the way they set up when they don't have the ball. And this moment we can see the, the uh, Portland Timbers staff, coaching staff is coming out to the bench and of course the people are reacting to them, applauding to them. So New York City FC has to move the ball fast. They need to avoid the central channel as a way to begin the construction. The construction has to go from the outside to the inside of the field. Of course, you're gonna finish always through the middle channel. That's, you know, where the goal is in the middle. But you're gonna go wide first if you are NYCFC. You're gonna try to open them up and fast Toshes on the ball. That's the main idea. They're gonna have the ball. Now it's up to them what they do with it. And it has to be fast. Fast passing, a lot of movement, a lot of Maxi Morales behind the midfielders looking for spaces. And that is gonna be basically the beginning of the game for NYCFC. Well, the conditions actually are uh, pretty favorable to moving the ball. It's going to be a slick surface, but the ball can move on a surface like that. That's why coaches love to have the fields watered uh, right. prior to the match. And uh, Goodwinder Torrenson on the left, Tavon Gray on the right could have uh, a, a massive impact on what happens for New York City FC today. The starting 11 is brought to you by Hayes, the official recruitment partner of New York City FC. 
Forest City. It's Sean Johnson in goal. Tavon Gray, Maxime Chanel, Alexander Collins, and Goody Terrarinson at the back. Alfredo Morales, James Sands in the midfield. It'll be Santi Rodriguez, Maxi Morales, Jesus Medina, along with the MLS Golden Boot winner, Valentin Tati Castellanos. It's Ronnie Dyla, second year coach for New York City FC, guiding the way. Gio Savadese is in his fourth season with the Portland Timbers. He's got them in their second final under his leadership, and his starting 11 will look like this. It'll be Steve Clark in goal, Laris Mabial, uh, Mabiala, uh, Claudio Bravo, Dario Zaparic, uh, Jose Van Rankin, Jimmy Chira, Diego Chira, the brothers, Darren Esfria, Sebastian Blanco has made the 11, and that was a question mark. George Foshive and Felipe Mora. Foshive, perhaps a, a surprise to the 11 for the Portland Timbers. Starting 11, Hayes, the official recruitment partner of New York City FC. We're going to take a break, and when we return, it'll be the kickoff of the MLS Cup. You're listening to City Soccer on the New York City FC Network. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 I want to be When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, 
today. During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Portugal, the man, singing the national anthem ahead of MLS Cup. Portland at Providence Park. They won 11 times here in the regular year, and then winning again in the playoffs. Most recently, RSL, the 2-0 win in the Western Conference Final. And the TIFO is up. I'm Glenn Crooks, along with John Rojas, what's it say, John? Reclaim the crown, that's what the TIFO says. Of course, they have a really strong opposition team in front, and YCFC is ready. They are standing for the uh, official picture right before the kickoff, giving time to the people, uh, the crew, here at the stadium, get up. Everything that has been set up for the pre-game ceremonies, teams are finishing out the warm-ups. Of course, the green color is going around, and uh, the blue are all the way in front of us at the other side of the stadium. Of course, with their banners, families, kids, a lot of people that made the trip from New York. I heard, Glenn, some people that came driving from New York just to this game, and it's amazing. It's important, it's huge. No matter what happens today, it's already historic, but they can do more history on the field beginning now. New York City FC, Alexander Collins leads the way as they trot from their pregame photo as they had lined up for the national anthem here at Providence Park. New York City with their Bronx blue, which is powder blue, white shorts, Bronx blue socks, and the white numerals will the defend a goal to our left. We're very close to this goal kind of caddy corner here in section 111 at Providence Park. And uh, it sounds loud, it is loud. The Timbers Army, they're a long uh, and uh, fruitful supporters group. Yeah, they have. Uh, they're, they're to our left and uh, yeah, they're, and they're loud and proud today as always. They have a long tradition, of course, supporting this team, not only in MLS, but all the way back from the old NASL. They are very engaged with the community. And, and the team for them is really important. It's, it's one of the elements that unite the community here in Portland. They are behind the team, but they are, of course, two strong voices against anything that they see on the organization that they, you know, there's not going the way they see it is better for the majority of people. So it's, it's a really strong supporter group here in Portland. And Portland, they're in their green kits with gold trim defending the goal to our right. Steve Clark, who played for Columbus against Portland in the 2015 MLS Cup Championship. Clark had a, a bit of a muff, well, a large muff early on, 
and he had the ball taken away by Diego Valeri, his now teammate. Valeri scoring inside a minute of that, and that went on for to be the uh, the a huge moment as Portland uh, defeated Columbus right. for and the for the cup. And the and the and the Timbers Army, which is the Portland supporters, they have a house kind of a, a get together place, and they have a little bit of a museum there. They had that ball there, and they yeah. rotulated the two minutes ball. <laughs> I was. Uh, a moment that uh, I, I won't soon forget. I was on the sideline as a commentator on the Sirius XM FC broadcast of the final. This is the New York City FC network and the delay in the kickoff is just to um, roll up the big logo that was rolled out right. uh, in order to uh, kick off the ceremony and Portugal the man singing the national anthem and we're just about set to get underway. Wonderful to have you with us. I'm Glenn Crooks along with John Rojas. And uh, this is MLS Cup and 2021. The referee is Armando Villarreal. This will be his 10th playoff game. And the all-important VAR, Corey Richardson, to bring this along for you. It's uh, Villarreal who is uh, set up in his orange referee kit. Black shorts, iron socks, and he blows the whistle. We're underway in the MLS Cup Final. City Soccer, the New York City FC Network. Early pressure by Castellanos on Mabiala. Back to Steve Clark. He forced a ball long, and it's a one on the head by James Sands. Early ball from Medina trying to find Rodriguez in the first shot of the game in the first 30 seconds. That was taken by Maxi Morales. Hit it well. And on a surface like this, and a day like this, the goalkeepers have to be very sure and secure, Steve Clark was. And not only that, Glenn, remember, they are playing with a new ball. A ball that has a color shade different than they are used to. And uh, talking not only with Clark, with some of the players during the week, they told me that the ball is a little faster. The friction of the ball with the surface is not that much as the previous ball. They, of course, can't do anything about it, but they would love to play with the same ball that they played the whole season. All right, ball played back to Steve Clark again. Clark is in his fluorescent yellow keeper kit. Sean Johnson to our left. He's got the familiar orange kit. Here's a ball over hit by Mabiala over the head. Uh, the left-sided fullback, Claudio Bravo, into touch, so Tavon Gray rushes up to take the throw. He was going to take it quickly, but now holds up, waiting for the proper option. It turns out to be Medina, but Medina leaves it behind. He was trying to let it run past him in the right inside channel, and now it's uh, uh, intercepted by Alfredo Morales as Espria was trying to work his way out of the back. Castellanos drifts out wide to the right, draws a double team, trying to work against... Zuparic, one versus one, and it's uh, eventually a Portland throw, and Ronnie Dyla throws his arms up into the air, thought it should have been City's and way. Glenn, of course, it's only two minutes into the game, but we are already seeing something that we saw against Philadelphia and New York City FC. That side of Bravo, the left side of the attack, because Bravo is, for me, from the outside, could be the weakest link on their defense. So they are going to work on that side. We saw Tati Castellano making the diagonal from the middle to that right side of the attack with two, with two uh, uh, options there, with two uh, directions, 
takes Suparic out of the middle and then attack that area that Bravo is defending. Another interception in the midfield. This time Santi Rodriguez leaves it for Alfredo Morales. The ball swung to the right side. Now back to the left, it's Collins with Cheneau. Cheneau will look to his right now and hits a firm ball on the deck to find Tavon Gray. Gray, one versus one. He tumbles a little bit as he was working against Darren Esprit, but recovered by Maxi Morales. On the edge of the circle on the Portland side, he angles left with the dribble. Now it's Goody Terrence. Look at the wide game, Glenn. They're playing the wider game that they can. And here comes Rodriguez trying to burst on the inside dribble, split two players, but eventually it's Jimmy Chara that comes out with it. New York City wins it back, but the whistle and the foul. And it's a, a Portland free kick, but uh, they're on their side of the pitch, so nothing dangerous here. One of those tactical fouls, right? I mean, uh, Jimmy Chara is running to the space, and Diego Chara is carrying on the ball. You don't want those two to connect too easy. So in one sense, it's important to stop the play right there. They did it in the midfield. Portland now with their first foray into the attacking third. From behind, Mora, defended by uh, James Sands, wins it back. And it's Blanco, who's also in the mix, trying to get it back for uh, Portland. Eventually, it's poked out of play. And it's a throw-in for Portland. They're about 10 yards inside the New York City end. Far side of the pitch, Portland right to left in the first half of play. New York City immediately wins it back on the throw. And the importance to know how to attack, how to defend uh, Sebastian Blanco, it's, uh, it's very connected to his ability to take shots with both of his feet. He can do it right, he can do it left. So you, you cannot give him a little space because he can accommodate and take a good shot from any point in front of goal. You gotta be very careful on the angle that he's putting on the body. And that's what New York City FC is doing with Sands coming down, trying to get in front of the two center uh, defenders. Here's a ball played into the wind, so it holds up a little bit by Portland, looking for Mora, defended well by Cheneau. Cheneau had cut across from his right central def uh, position behind Alexander Collins to deflect it away. And it's a throw in for Portland. Uh, about uh, midway between the halfway line and the corner flag. Sean Johnson standing mid-six as he uh, looks to uh, organize those in front of him. Sands intervenes, knocked out for another throw for Portland. And Tebon Gray has to have a better uh, eye, a better uh, distance with Aspria. If he gives Aspria too much of a distance, he's gonna have a lot of trouble once Aspria controls that ball. And we're talking, of course, at the other side of the play that is going on right now on the right side of the uh, Portland Timbers attack. 18-year-old homegrown Tavon Gray on the other side of the pitch. New York City wins it off the throw-in and a first-time service back in by Zuparic and uh, Portland looking to keep the pressure on New York City. Sands does well in two touches, plays it back to his keeper, Sean Johnson. Now Cheneau, here's the press from Portland and oh. it's nearly broken by New York City, but Sands overhit a ball on the overlapping Tavon Gray and Gray could catch up to it. So now it's a throw in for Portland. We're five minutes into the game, no score in the MLS Cup Final, New York City FC traveling east to west to uh, find the Pacific Northwest and Providence Park for this one away from home and uh, Portland have been uh, one of the best home teams in the league this year Spree it down it was and, Medina yeah Medina and then uh, Maxi Morales standing over a Spria who's still down he's got the dyed blonde hair on the top of his head uh, it's uh, not uh, difficult to spot a Spria and he's uh, normally coming for the left and we know the 
Colombian, the 21-year-old, uh, is on the right, Santiago Moreno. He's on the bench today, Santiago oh, no. Moreno, yes. I, I'm sorry about that. He's on the bench, but it's a really good story with Esprilla because Santiago Moreno came to live in Portland. He didn't want to live alone. So Esprilla called him up and said, you know what? Come, live with me. All right, here's the angled set piece. It's uh, Diego Chara who will clip it in towards the back post. And Tati Castellanos, defensive header, pushes it clear for New York City FC. Now wide right for Esprilla and defended well by Tavon Gray. And so Gray and Espria were both caught on opposite sides of the field. Now they'll reorganize after the set piece. Sometimes they do real quick and reorganize. Sometimes they just stay. Those three on the middle for Portland Timbers switch positions really quick between Blanco, Espria, and Chara. Throw in Portland. You see Blanco now, for example, is all the way on the left. Sandy Rodriguez attack. able to clear it out for New York City. Now it's Medina in one to Castellanos. Castellanos facing one versus four. And, and from behind, that was a ridiculous foul considering the numbers. Castellanos going against Portland me, at the halfway card. line. It should be a yellow card, Glenn, because of that that you are explaining already. They have the way to create a good contra-attack there, and they stop it. It's one of those tacticals too, but as the referee, that should be a yellow. Villarreal does not pull the card out. Maxime Chanot, you can tell, that's part of the discussion he's having. It's about two yards inside the Portland end, right in the middle of the center circle, and it's Collins who plays short to Sands. Now it's Goodmunder Terrarns and whipping it a service, and the only player there was Mabiala, the central defender for Portland, and he'll clear it out. Now it's Chanot on the right for New York City. Inside his own end, he'll drive the ball now, and again, a ball led for Tavon Gray. Too much on it this time from Chanot. It was Sands who had missed earlier. It'll be a throw-in deep in their own end. Portland, right to left first half of play. Glenn Crooks, John Rojas, we're in the ninth minute. Clear example, Glenn. Two clear examples of the ball. The, you know, the the transition of the ball, how the surface is fast, and how the ball is a little faster than they used to be. That's why those two passes went past by the reception uh, on those two plays for New York City FC. Chenot saves it along the near touchline with his head to keep the ball in play for New York City. Claudio Bravo Beautiful. now intercepted by Morales. Morales inside the area, cuts a square ball, first time shot, pulled wide, it's deflected. It's the first corner of the game. It'll go to New York City FC, Castellanos, Beautiful ball in from Alfredo Morales, who barreled his way into the area. And it's a New York City, Maxi Morales is strolling out to the far corner. It'll be to the right of Steve Clark. New York City, 10 corner kick goals in all competitions. That leads MLS. Great attention from Alfredo to win that ball, get connected to Maxi Morales, and then cross that ball for Tati. Good defending from Portland Timbers, avoiding Tati, a clear shot. Morales has two assists off of flicks at the front post. Let's see where Morales plays it. Drives it towards the front post. That was a, a low drive by Maxi, and it's uh, knocked away by Portland. It'll be another corner kick for New York City FC. No score, 10th minute from Providence Park in Portland. MLS Cup, they'll play it short this time. Medina and Maxi Morales. Maxi, now back to Goodmunder Terrarensen from 30 yards, drives a ball, and it's nearly New York City's goal at the back post as Collins just got a piece of it. He also had Castellanos and Chanel running to the back post. Neither one could reach. Collins claimed it was deflected. It'll be a goal kick for Portland. Yeah, they both claim in a corner kick right there, but we saw on that set piece for New York City FC how they take control risk. They have three guys outside of the box 
holding that position for any kind of second ball and try to kill there any intent of Portland Timbers to create a contra-attack for them. A spree, a high in the air off the long goal kick by Steve Clark, but uh, it's taken away by Alfredo Morales. Now Collins in one as he switches to Goodwinder Torarenson, but it was off the short hop and Collins couldn't control to the level he would have liked. Throw in for Portland, 15 yards inside their own end, far touch line. They're attacking Sean Johnson to our left, and it's uh, the fullback on the right side, Van Rankin, who is looking, taking his time, loops a throw in. Goodmunder Torrance there first. New York City with a bulk of the possession here in the opening minutes of this match. Letting the ball run is Castellanos to Medina. New York City looks very sharp. Here's Gray now on the overlap. Edge of the area, one versus one against Bravo. He trips and falls and slips, and Castellanos comes in to try to recover. And it is a slick surface, and we can already tell that the players are struggling a little bit with the footing. The ball is moving, but sometimes we're losing the yeah, ball. Yeah, 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 and I'm fine with the call from the referee. I mean, it's not a foul, right? It's not a penalty kick there, but it wasn't neither an intent from Gray, right, to, to create any kind of uh, a penalty kick for no, them. He all. wasn't trying to deceive it. It's just part of the game. It's part of the surface. It's part of the ball today. Another long goal kick taken by Steve Clark. The rain had let up for a moment, but now the wind picks up. It's more of a, a, a gusting, swirling wind here at Providence Park. Gray takes down to Spria. Yeah, and that, I, I, can't, I can't buy that, Glenn. I mean, Aspria is too huge for Tabon Gray to push his hand on him and take him <laughs> to the ground. It's not going to happen. <laughs> early, early ball played in by Bravo. Overhit past Blanco. Cheneau running stride for stride with the Argentinian who is so influential for Portland. He's got four goals in the playoffs to Sebastian Blanco, but he suffered an injury. Uh, four goals over uh, the last three games played. Two of them against Minnesota in the playoffs. Clear concept there from New York City SC on the build up from Johnson, the goalkeeper, the way the two center backs extended and all the way to the wider game. How do you have Gray on one side and, and of course, uh, Goody at the other side trying to open up the Portland Timbers set up to defend that ball. And you can see it, Glenn, look at that. It's 4-4-2 with uh, Portland Timbers on defense right now. Collins looking for Medina cutting in for the right. Uh, under hit at Bravo though, defended well with position. And now a spree off a loose ball in the area. We'll just pop it high into the air. Sands tries to push it down the flank to Maxi Morales in one. No call as it's uh, Bravo down. Play continues at New York City on the attack. Sands will switch it through Alfredo Morales. He's between the circles. He and Sands now playing a little back and forth. Now wide left for Santi Rodriguez to Goodmunder Terrarinson. Terrarinson on the dribble, leaves it for Rodriguez. Santi Rodriguez. Now to Alfredo Morales and New York City poised in their attack. They have 58% of the ball here over the first 14 minutes of the match at Providence Park. Late challenge. Foshive. It's Foshive. And in the, previous, in the previous sequence, that was Sebastian Blanco, the one that fall on the left side, on the right side, I'm sorry, of the New York City FC attack. And Sebastian Blanco got engaged verbally with New York City FC bench. Actually, they skilled talking and screaming from far. And here comes Sebastian Blanco over to Ronnie Dyla. And then Dyla just walks away from him. Gray tries to summon Blanco away slightly. Gio Savarese is looking out to Blanco, wondering 
what exactly is happening with this exchange. In the meantime, it's a free kick for New York City. They put it on the deck to Gray on the right. Here's Medina now. They're hugging the right touchline. No score. Providence Park, MLS Cup Final. Cheneau now will get it back in support and swing at the Collins. Here's Goodwin to Terrarinson. New York City has had their way in terms of possession, and they're trying to be very calculating as to when they could switch, get the overloads, and perhaps go to goal. Control Ricks, Glenn. That's what New York City SC is doing, but we need... Hold on there. Portland wins it back. Ball played through. Johnson had to come out of the left edge of his area. Collins running with Mora. Johnson blasted into touch. Here's Portland now in the New York City half along the right side. That's the fullback, Van Rankin. And now, you, you, you saw Glenn, the people saw here, and the, for the people at, at home, uh, how fast Jimmy Chara went to get the ball and take that throw in. He wants the play to be continued faster, especially in that sense in which New York City was coming back to their position to defend properly. Claudio Bravo gets it on the switch. Looked like he was going to move it past Jesus Medina. Had the position, but then pulled up Medina, getting goal side defensively, and now New York City organized as... Uh, Zubaric plays it back to his keeper, Clark. Clark now to Mabiala, his right central defender. Mabiala has some space to carry, so he'll drive it towards halfway. Now here's a ball into Foshive. Shive, he chests Ooh. it down between the legs of Goody. Jimmy Chira, Jimmy Chira in the area, leaves it, and Blanco has a shot blocked by Maxime Cheneau. He wasn't a real clean connection between Blanco and the ball, and that's why the shot wasn't that perfect in front of goal. Now Claudio Bravo wriggling his way out of a double team. Tavon Gray and Medina now a spree in the area. And there, good cover defending from Alexander Collins. Sands putting the pressure on Espria, and Collins will put it out of play. And the Portland supporters are feeling it right now. Portland with perhaps their most positive possession here in the first half of play to get it deep into the New York City end. And we have an overrule now on a call. Gio Savarese. He's furious with that. It was a foul called on his club as uh, New and York I, City put the ball in play. Yeah, and I can see why. I mean, two or three of the plays that have been that way, one by one, are going in favor of the NYCFC. And he feels probably that his 50-50 should be for the local team, right? The, the referee is letting the play go. You, we saw those plays, probably a yellow card in one of them. He didn't take the card out, so he's trying to let the play go. Rodriguez keeping his feet on an entrance from... Goodmunder Terrarinson and playing a great ball ahead to Tavon Gray, who saves it along the near touchline. Puts it to the back post, Castellanos! A good challenge by Mabiala. Second ball, Rodriguez. Edge of the area, Medina cuts it to his right, and he toe pokes it towards the goal. A little scoop shot. Rodriguez slips at the edge of the six. It's Gray trying to chase down, and then he's kicked in the belly by Darren Espria and goes down, and it's Gray now hearing it from the Timbers supporters, and that sequence provided yeah. some, uh, well, dangerous Med moments. Medina was trying to put a ball on the air for a bicycle kick, but the problem was that Santi Rodriguez uh, is led there in the middle of the ball. He couldn't connect that ball. Of course, but fans, Glenn, getting into the game, well, booing every time they can, NYCFC players, and, uh, and trying to you know, bring the atmosphere out for their team. Well, this game has lived up to its uh, building as a cup final. New York City has outshot Portland 3-0, one on target. New York City enjoying 57% of the possession. And now it's Gabunder Terrarinson 
He'll hit a long diagonal. It floats in the air, and that allows Espria to get in front of uh, Tavon Gray, but Espria's header is picked up by James Sands. New York City pretty alert on the second balls here in the first half. Portland very deep in their defending as Collins goes to Rodriguez. They, it's Castellanos with a shot deflected. Good interplay. Getting more of Rodriguez now. He's getting more involved. He's coming into the inner channel, to the middle channel, and getting connections either with Tati or with Maxi Morales. That is very important for New York City FC. Uh, he has to come in. He has to get involved on the plays. And we're talking, of course, about the young Uruguayan Rodriguez. Nice chest down to Medina from Castellanos. Medina in the area, poked away by Bravo. Back to the supporting Gray. Square ball in the air, deflected. Now Maxi tries to find Tati Castellanos. Maxi gets scrambled into a position to get that second ball again for New York City. Squirted out to him. Now it's uh, Maxime Cheneau, diagonal to Castellanos, chested down for Goody. Back to Tati. Castellanos, the Golden Boot winner. Great square ball to Alfredo Morales, mm. but he was totally unaware that coming in from behind Mora. was Felipe Mora, the striker who had dropped very deep to defend. Morales unaware. Mora looking to counter, and he's taken down, and Villarreal, the referee, will ask James Sands to come along for a little bit of a conversation. Interesting, not one yellow card yet, and there have been, well, at least three. Three, exactly. Yeah, right? at, at least three plays in which a referee could easily have the yellow card on the play and nobody will say anything because there were clear fouls into the road book for the yellow card. And it's interesting how Portland switches with Mora and sometimes Blanco on that higher forward to get back one to work and the other one to wait for that second ball. Well, that's the way the 10 and the 9 should operate in a coordinated system. Glenn Crooks, John Rojas, we're 20 minutes in. The MLS Cup Final on the New York City FC Network. New York City here for the first time. Portland for the third time. It's very, very uh, interesting how Saracen has put in this team. And his tenure here, not only one final that he lost against Atlanta United and Tata Martino, right? The following year, he qualified for the playoffs. He lost in playoffs. The following year, he was champion of the uh, MLS's back tournament. And now he's here again for the trophy. Here's Chanel entering that should be Portland Paul. territory. He cuts it against the grain. Diego Chara, who has six yellow cards in his 21 uh, MLS playoff games in his career. And uh, again, Villarreal just... He'll just whistle the violation. So New York City's free kick here, about 10 yards inside the Timbers territory. Maxi Morales, slight angle to the right. Maxi will play it small to James Sands, who goes square to Alexander Collins, who's right at halfway. Back to Sands, Alfredo Morales, Alexander Collins. Collins now looking, and he finds some space. You can see all the New York City players, they've got their head up as they try to solve this compact Portland Timbers defense. And they'll play it back around through Sands again. He's settling himself in between the two central defenders as Chanel now leaves it for Maxi Morales. And Ronnie Dyla was signaling to his players to open up the game, trying to come to the right side of their attack. Santi Rodriguez on it. He's working one versus three, though. Good tackle by Jimmy Chara. And the ball cleared, but uh, only to the uh, area of Alfredo Morales. And Jimmy Chara now on the run. Morales looking to recover. Poor ball in. Chanel was there. And a great combination for New York City to work their way out of a jam. Alfredo Morales, Maxime Chanel, Tavon Gray, and now Collins on the ball. Jimmy Chirai, he's got a lot of pace, probably quicker than anybody at the back for New York City FC, but unable to take advantage there. 
and you can apply you know you have to applaud Tavon Gray I mean his maturity and the, the coaching staff was saying during the week it's hard for a young kid like that like him to put out four five six good performances and he has done it and right now he shows how good he is taking decisions for example he delayed that ball and gave the team a little bit more of a space to get out of that pressure Portland will have a throw Midway through the first half of the MLS Cup, Collins cuts in front of Mora off that throw in. Mora was trying to seal off Collins, would have none of it. Throw in again for Portland. Now, just beneath us here, we're at the corner flag about, I don't know how many rows up, 20 or 30? Probably. Right in the midst you, of you the- uh, You want me to count them? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's gonna be Claudio Bravo with the uh, toss in. Gets it right back from Blanco. Now goes to the corner, trying to draw the corner. Does he do so? Drawing, drawing. No, that's still a throw, and it comes quickly. Gray is there. He's got Medina with him. Medina, nice little inside touch, and now he's trying to find Castellanos posting up on Mabiala. Oh! And Mabiala with a left shoulder to Dante Castellanos. To Castellanos down, and Santi Rodriguez and Maxime Chino are all over Armando Villarreal. The referee, Castellanos, slow to get up. Will a yellow card ever be administered today by the referee? That's number four. Not sure what he's waiting for. And it's all created by the referee. I mean, these three fouls for a yellow card, he didn't put it out. And now this one is clear, right? Maviala is looking at Tati Castellanos. He's not looking at the ball. He's bumping Castellanos before the ball. And then players are coming up to, of course, push him and complain. And then Foshibe ended up in the middle of the field on the floor. All right, so New York City will have a distant set piece. It'll be at the halfway line, about five yards to the right of the center circle. New York City, Glenn. left to right in the first half of play. They're in their Bronx blue. Another yeah. talk. No car for Maviala there on that play. Here's a service from Maxime Chenot deep. Second ball, Morales, as it was headed clear, but only a half clearance. And then Rodriguez undercutting Jimmy Chara. And that will go Portland's way. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that one. He's using his body to block Chara in order to avoid him to get to the ball and start the transition. So I'm okay with that one. It's a regular foul. It's fine. But I don't want this to go south. I mean, the referee needs to put a, you know, draw a line here before anything else happens. Long looping service. Chanot does well against Mora to head it high into the air, but only as far as Sebastian Blanco. Works a combination with Espria to the back post. Sean Johnson, he palms the ball right into the path of Mora. Now the ball deflected away. Here's Blanco, and finally side-footed out by Chanot. It'll be a corner kick for Portland, but Sean Johnson lost his balance and palmed the ball right to Mora. A little bit of problem on, on communication there between the two center backs and Johnson. Short corner play by Portland. First time service Bravo and denying that service was Rodriguez. And here comes Medina and New York City on the counter. He's got Goody to the left. He'll play it first time to find Santi Rodriguez. One on one against Bravo. Rodriguez poor first touch and Bravo able to come out with it. Back good and recovery. forth in this game. Yeah, Glenn, good recovery from Bravo because that ball in the bounce went a little longer for Santi Rodriguez. Bravo pinch the ball, recover, and get the out for Portland Timbers. All right, here's Blanco. He's looking around as he enters the New York City area. 
right inside channel, tries a seam pass to find Mora. Collins anticipated and now clears. Mabiala steps in front of Tati Castellanos and a little bit of color uh, note here, Glenn, because we see in the red uh, on, on the smoke here from the Portland Timber supporters, and that is in support of those women players on the women team of the Torms here in Portland. That's been a, a leading story this year, this Portland organization on the uh, women's side, the Thorns. There have been two NWSL championships here at Providence Park. This is the first MLS Cup championship here. Portland Thorns sensational franchise. In NWSL terms, they draw over 14,000 a game. Here it's 25,000 plus for the MLS Cup championship. It's a goal kick for New York City FC. Sean Johnson, he's got Maxime Cheneau on the edge of the area to his right. Alexander Collins to his left. Sean Johnson will attempt to clip the ball to Maxi Morales. Unwise choice is now Bravo on it for Portland. Bravo, 30 yards away. He'll go square to his right to Jimmy Chira. Chested down by uh, uh, Felipe Mora, trying to find Chira. Half clearance, Portland still putting the pressure on New York City. And an over the head kick by Maxi Morales to clear. And Tati Castellanos, he and Mabiala are having quite the battle. And that was all created from the bench, Glenn. <coughs> uh, New York City SC was trying to get out with the ball, building up from the back, and Gio Savarese called Jimmy Chara to get back a few steps. Don't go forward, stay back, and they won that ball in that position that Jimmy Chara went. Wonderful match here today, Portland. Under the direction of Gio Savarese. Savarese is 3-0 all-time against New York City FC, twice with the Cosmos in the U.S. Open Cup, and then in the MLS's back tournament quarterfinals in that pandemic-ridden 2020. Great switch by Portland. On the right, it's Jimmy Chara. He's working one versus one against Goodmunder Torarensen. Now we'll leave it for the overlapping fullback, Ben Rankin. Here's Foshive to Rankin. They're trying as much finally. as they can, Glenn, not to cross that ball. And intercepted and by it. Jesus Medina intervening. Now headed down by Sands. First time ball, Maxi Morales. Santi Rodriguez trying to split, cannot. Bravo doing well. Esprit on the left. Sebastian Blanco's got some space. Left-footed service to the back post. And Sean Johnson alert. Easy grab by the city keeper. 32 years old. And this is 12th MLS season. Seven with Chicago. And in his fifth year with New York City, he'll roll it out to Collins on the left. Alexander Collins, the Peruvian international. Now it's Sands coming back to get it. He's a true holding midfielder today, John Rojas, sitting in between both Collins and Chanel. Especially in that position, yes, for the build-up, we see how Sands is coming right now. And it's actually the first time that Collins is coming and having the space to drive that ball. And, and that helps the team to get that with that we see now with Gray. Tavon Gray from Chinot deflected out. It's a throw in New York City, 10 yards for the quarter flag in the Portland end city. Left to right, first half of play. We're a half hour in, no score, uh, but uh, we haven't lacked activity and action. Gray gets it from Rodriguez, knocked down Maxi Morales in an attempt to clear. Sand steps in front, first time swing to the left. Goodwinder Terrarinson, he's unmarked. 
makes the service, arriving a little late, Maxi Morales, but he's able to gather it in as it was inadvertently deflected away by Portland. Here's Castellanos high into the air off the delivery from Maxi Morales. It's clear, Morales chests it down from Medina, back to Maxi, and it's just past Castellanos. Castellanos maybe in between decisions. Was he gonna try to head it? Was he gonna try to volley it? It went past um, uh, Tati and the back post. And beautiful way, it. yeah, beautiful way in which Medina get that ball down from Maxi Morales. He crossed it and it was beautiful. It's unfortunate for New York City to see that Tati Castellanos couldn't connect with that ball. Maxi has 13 assists, all competitions, eight of them have been to Tati Castellanos, the Golden Boot winner. Castellanos, 19 goals in the regular year, one in the playoffs. He missed the Philadelphia match, and uh, he certainly looks uh, fresh and rested. He was suspended after uh, earning a second yellow in the New England match, which uh, New York City eventually won in penalties. Blanco on the run, Sands recovers. Blanco cuts to his right foot. Poor ball in the area where Cheneau hits it first time Ooh. clear. That's foul. And yes. Medina Diego with Diego Chara. So Diego Chara, as Medina was looking to just play square to keep New York City's possession alive and move it out of the area. And now uh, Efrain Juarez, the New York City assistant coach, is uh, making his way towards the assistant referee right near the technical area on the New York City bench, which is to the right of the Portland bench. And it's obvious that he, I'm sure he's saying, how much more is going to occur? And it's being played there, Glenn, too. I mean, both benches, they're having recurrently going to the assistant referee. And they were actually doing it at the same time. So the guy is just holding the, oh, hold on. Here's a combination between Medina and Gray. Gray can't catch up to it, but the ball loose to Cheneau. Great first time whipped in service from Cheneau. And now it's Medina on it. He takes it towards the corner. Maxi Morales is there. It's two versus two for New York City in that corner. Gray, who's on the inside of Maxi Morales, plays it in two back to Maxi. Good control for New York City. Very patient. And now they'll go all the way back to Cheneau in the New York City end. And Maxi Morales is touching his right key. He's whipping right now. Hopefully it's nothing serious for him. But he got that knock in that corner of the right side of the attack. New York City is trying again to open up the defense and we see Portland Timbers waiting for that second for that moment in which they can turn this possession of NYCFC into opportunity for them. No score in the 33rd minute. I'm Glenn Crooks along with John Rojas. Poor ball from Alfredo Morales but Maxime Cheneau did so well against Blanco to win it back and now square to Sands. Maxime Cheneau, he's having a big game so far in an MLS Cup final, the Luxembourg International, 31 years old. He and Collins, they have played so well in these playoffs together at Central Defense. They've played a lot of games together. Cheneau's been here for six years, Collins for five, and a lot of matches in the middle together in front of Sean Johnson. Here's a long service from Cheneau, trying to find Castellanos. Castellanos nods it down, but he it's was uh, backing into Sabaric, and it'll go the other way for Portland. Yeah, it's a foul of Tati trying to get to that ball. In the meantime, we see one guy, I think it's Marvin Loria, who is warming up for Portland Timbers. And uh, it's interesting because that would tell me something is not okay with Sebastian Blanco. No, and we look at him now, and he's Win just kind yeah. of limping his way through the center circle as Portland advances. Blanco on the ball. Sands looking to recover. He does so. Gray is there as well. Blanco forced negative. He leaves it for the trailing for Chive. 
Shive, he wears number 20, takes two touches and then pushes a pass out to his right, firm on the deck to Van Rankin, the fullback. Now it's Jimmy Chara, and it's uh, defended well by Goodmunder Terrarenson. Terrarenson replacing Amundsen in the lineup. Terrarenson has had two assists in each of the last two matches in the playoffs for New York City. As a reserve, Portland winning it back. They'll swing it with Bravo, finding Blanco. Blanco hugging He's the near touchline. Yeah. He's not going to cross it. Here's Bravo. Back to Blanco. Approached by Medina. With the right foot, he'll serve it. And that means there's a, a problem with the left, obviously. Diego Chara finds his brother, Jimmy. Defended well by Santi Rodriguez. And New York City back on it. Maxi to Santi. Down the flank, left inside channel, looking for Castellanos. And that was anticipated well by Zuparic. Back to his keeper, Steve Clark. And once again, the fluidity of Portland Timber. Look at right in the middle, you have Espria. Oh. Off a second ball. It's a fight between Goody Terrarenson, Alexander Collins, and Felipe Mora. It's won by New York City FC. The ball squirts out to the right. Espria trying to pressure the clearance of Maxime Cheneau. Cheneau does well to get it to Medina. Now it's on the right side to Santi Rodriguez. Maxi Morales in one to Medina. Inside dribble, ball deflected, but Sands is there for New York City. And he'll allow it to go into touch for the throw in. And that's between the halfway line and the corner flag to our right as New York City attacks against Portland. No score. Here we are in the 36th minute now. If you someday come to live in Portland, Glenn, and you want to uh, join a sports club, that's the one you want to join. <laughs> <laughs> Brian from inside basically a window from the uh, sports club. People that are on the bikes, biking and watching the game. Beautiful. And to our right is where the 1,500 plus supporters are that made the trip here for New York City FC. Rodriguez from Goody. He'll clip it towards the near post and he missed hit that one as it hit side netting. As Clark, uh, he jumped a little bit as he wasn't quite sure if that ball was gonna get past the post, but it's a goal kick for Portland. In the meantime, Santiago Moreno is joining Marvin Loria on the Portland Timbers bench warming up and try to see what's going to happen with Sebastian Blanco. We know that he is not ready. I, I, I thought he wouldn't start. He's not ready for 60 minutes. We are now on 36 and I guess what Gio Sabres is trying to think is can we stretch him until halftime? That will be a decision to see. Long goal kick again by Clark. Challenge Sands Espria. It's uh, deflected towards the New York City goal where Cheneau wins it. Now Espria back on it. And now being held up by Santi Rodriguez is Foshive. Slips a pass. Mora with the square. Look at James Sands who recovered and intervened. He cut in front of Darren Espria who took the first time shot. New York City gets it back. But Portland wins it before New York City can even reach halfway. Fantastic cross from James Sands who has not only his body but his head all into the game and the possibility to cross that ball. Blanco, he is reluctant to serve with his left, so he goes back to the right again. And Thorarenson, he's in good position in front of Mora. And uh, Bravo, he'll knock Maxi Morales to the deck as the ball was headed clear by New York City. Now it's Castellanos on the run. Diego Chara, Villarreal says shoulder to shoulder as Castellanos flies into the touch area. And it's Portland back on the ball. Well. It's a physical game. It's been called the same pretty much both sides, so no argument there. Yeah, and I had no issue with that foul against uh, Morales because the referee gave the advantage to NYCFC who has the front foot on that co uh, counterattack. Jimmy Chara 
into the channel on the right side to Spria. Cutting across Collins. Collins cuts it back on the deck to Alfredo Morales. So good. And New York City in control now with Goody. Collins is playing so good this season. He's giving so much to this team, helping crossing balls, uh, correcting mistakes, giving the ball properly to get out when they have possession. Is really a good, good center back right now. Yeah, he's a regular at the back now for the Peruvian national team. And Cheneau, square from Collins. Cheneau will drive it into Portland's end because Portland drops off defensively. When New York City has pure control, you'll see Portland drop back into their own end and organize and make it difficult for New York City to penetrate. Here's Goodwinder Terrarns and high into the air with his service. Goes past the back post. Gray is there, though, to nod it into the face of goal where Medina is he's defended well by Zuparic half clearance Portland physical battle between Medina and Mora uh, rather uh, Bravo there and eventually it's Collins with it for New York City at halfway and you know there's connections between Tati Castellanos Bravo and Felipe Mora because uh, Tati Castellanos played with Bravo at the Argentinian under 23 team and then he played at the Universidad Chile with Mora in Chile. All right, Morales goes long diagonal to Tavon Gray, broken up by Bravo, but Gray wins it back. Now uses his body, turns, spins, draws a foul, and this will be in an area where New York City could come up with something with the aerial presence of Tati Castellanos along with Alexander Collins and Maxime Cheneau. It's an angle to the right. Maxime Morales will be the only player over the ball, and New York City will set it up. This is beautiful for them to attack that ball. Don't stay on the space. Attack that space. If the ball is really well crossed, look at the line that uh, Portland Timbers is putting outside of the box. They want a lot of space for Clark so he can control that ball in the air. You want that ball away from Clark. Morales will take it, bends it towards the back bar. Here's the header, and it's a goal for New York City FC! And it's Tati Castellanos, the Golden Boot winner in the 41st minute here at Providence Park. New York City in their first MLS Cup final takes the 1-0 lead. The set piece, Maxi Morales to Tati Casianos teaming up for the ninth time this year for New York City. If it is NYCFC, it is Tati Castellanos. You can sign that on your paperwork. It is the guy that you're going to look on the air. It is the guy that is going to go to every ball. And in the meantime, we see how people were throwing stuff at the NYCFC crew celebrating, the players celebrating the goal. And now one of the players is on the floor because he has been hit with something. Of course, the medical staff is running towards him and seeing it's actually on the face. They're throwing stuff at the bunch of NYCFC players celebrating. And I think it was a bottle of water that is hitting the face of one of the players. But this is a tactical and typically NYCFC goal from the set piece. A ball cross, like we said before, away from Clark. Away from Clark went the ball. Up there, Tati Castellanos meet history for the moment. one nothing NYCFC. And it's Medina, the one on the floor. Tati Castellanos, what a year it's been. Remember how he started scored in the first four games for New York City FC and he has scored in six consecutive games now seven for New York City FC by far the longest active streak in MLS that uh, overlaps the regular year and also these playoffs Castellanos suspended 
in the last match against Philadelphia, but one of his replacements ever started, and then it was Tylus Magno as a reserve who came in and scored the game winner, and now Castellanos back in the lineup, and just before halftime, he has scored to put New York City in the lead in the MLS Cup, and it's still Medina down, and certainly- he's, Yeah, uh, he's complaining Glenn of his right eye. He felt that he, I mean, he was healed with something and he was complaining about his right eye. In the meantime, we were seeing and listening to the chance of VAR that the people of Portland was asking for. I don't see any offside from Tati Castellanos on that ball. So John Rojas has taken a good look at it. And obviously VAR's had uh, plenty of time to uh, research that with whatever angles they have. 28 cameras in the house for ABC and ESPN today. So it's actually more angles to look at than you normally would have. Yeah, exactly. And in the meantime, we see, of course, it's just a ball. All right, Portland puts it back into play. They get the kickoff after surrendering the first goal of the game. Tati Castellanos from Maxi Morales off the set piece. All right, it's... Mabiala, he'll send it towards Sean Johnson, and Johnson easily off his line. Mabiala, just a ball with a lot of backspin, high in the air, and Sean Johnson, he had to cut in front of Mora, but he grabbed it for New York City, and now he'll drive it forward, a little sidewinder to find Maxi Morales. Morales, that was a tough ball to handle. He was trying to guide a Heather towards uh, Jesus Medina, but it's Portland on it, and New York City pressing Portland high here. They're thinking, well, can we nick another before intermission? And whatever it is, if they don't, if they can, if they don't have the chance, the important thing here, Glenn, is not giving Portland space to have a chance to out. Uh, oh, hold on. It's Espria. Is he able to get past Maxime Chenot? No. And now the double team. There's Collins helping out. And the combination of Collins and Maxime Chenot do well against Espria. And now Collins. Right, the mindset. Chanel have to work their way back off this throw in here. Jimmy Chara to his brother Diego. He's hugging the uh, far touchline. Now dribbles past Medina. Now past Maxi Morales, but he's cutting it a little bit higher towards the uh, the halfway line. And now will serve with the left foot. And uh, Mora, he couldn't get high enough for that. The five foot eight Mora in the middle for uh, Portland. And eventually it's a toe poked out by Tavon Gray. So it's a throw in now as Portland right to left here in the first half of play. Not much time left. We'll see how much stoppage time might be added. Now we've got Gray and Blanco going at it a bit. Armando Villarreal. He's telling them, yeah, it, it, I, I'm, it, I'm seeing you guys. I'm watching you both. <laughs> All right, Bravo with the throw. He'll play it back towards his own goal. Whatever it is, Glenn, no options for Portland to tie this game before the half. That should be the mindset for NYCFC. Two minutes added to the time. Here's a loose pass from Mabiala to Zaparic, uh, and uh, New York City ends up winning it in the Portland end with Goodmunder Terrarinson. Medina on the left. Medina looks fine after he was apparently hit with uh, some sort of object from the yeah, Portland water supporters. Water. All right, well, that's uh, when it comes from a distance, that's... Uh, Yes. That's painful. Oh, oh! here's a poor ball from Gray. That's behind Sands. Alfredo Morales does well, though, to, to halt Mora's progress. Now he finds Blanco. Here's the black. Goes shot from distance. And uh, Blanco's saying, hey, Sean Johnson got his palm on it. But no, Johnson had to dive to his right, but Blanco missed the target. He was just protecting his post. He never got to the ball, so the ball was, went out wide. Two minutes of stoppage time, first half. Tati Castellanos 
from Maxi Morales in the 41st minute has given New York City the 1-0 lead here in the MLS Cup Championship. Sean Johnson tells everybody on this goal kick, let's push everybody up. No, they're not going to play any small ball off of this goal kick. Yeah, no, totally not. And we said at the beginning, Glenn, left side of Portland defense. From there came the set piece too. From then came the ball that Tari Castellanos birds inside of the goal. Castellanos failed to win the MLS MVP. Carlos Heel, certainly a, a, a worthy uh, candidate of that award as well for New England. But you wonder if there's just a little edge to Castellanos, maybe. Hey, listen. Yeah. That should have been mine. Exactly. I mean, you always have to look at what the team can do. All right, go. All right, here's Maxi Morales spinning in another free kick. Gray keeps it alive. Now it's Chanel high into the air. and It's, it's a foul. A, it's a foul. Sante Rodriguez. On Diego Chara. So we're very uh, close to uh, second minute of uh, minimum two-minute stoppage time here in the first half. Yeah, whenever, whenever this sequence finished, that should be the end. Zuparic, he uh, serves it deep to Espria, chests it down, and a sliding tackle by Tavon Gray into touch. And there is the whistle. And the Portland Timber faithful, there are a lot of boos cascading down from the Timbers Army to our left in particular. I doubt they're booing the Timbers, but it's New York City with the well-earned 1-0 lead. Six shots to four in favor of City. Two shots on target, including the go-ahead goal. Portland has failed to get a single shot on target, and New York City also enjoys 57% of the possession. Listen, it's hard if you don't shoot you had no shots on target, it's hard to get the other team in a mood uh, that they feel complicated, that they feel that you're trading them, right? So if you give them the ball per se, right, as, 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 as a model, then you have to do more with your transitions. And NYCFC is playing their game on their style, holding the ball. They knew it. By design, we're going to have the ball. Use it properly play wide, control the tempo, don't play on their game, and that's what NYCFC did most of the time. And they control transitions, they had a one set piece on the left side of the uh, defensive side of Portland that we always knew they would try to attack often from there, Tati Castellanos on the air. That's NYCFC on his maximum expression. Tati Castellanos, he, the one that scored the go-ahead goal, in the 123rd minute against New England. Indeed, he got his second yellow card moments later, and that eventually went to penalties. New York City beating the Supporter Shield winners to advance to a conference final against Philadelphia. Castellanos unavailable for that one, but his second playoff goal has given New York City the lead at halftime from Maxi Morales, a set-piece goal to Valentin Tati Castellanos. It's 1-0 here at the interval. We're going to take some time away when we return. Further analysis from John Rojas on what has happened thus far. It's New York City ahead of Portland in the MLS Cup Championship. 1-0 from Providence Park in Portland. You're listening to City Soccer, uh, the New York City FC Network. Um, hello, it's me. The designer jeans in your closet. The back of your closet. What am I doing here? Would you keep caviar in the back of your fridge with the ketchup and old milk? Yeah, I don't think so. So what happened to us? I mean, have you seen my label? 
I used to summer in the Hamptons, and now I'm stuck behind a pair of sweats. Sure, I never really fit you quite right, and one of my pockets is so small you can't even squeeze your hand into it. But it's all about the look. And I look good. I need to get back out on the scene, so I can be seen. You know, going to fancy parties, getting expensive iced coffees, Sunday fun days, okay? So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create new jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask? Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change the world's behavior through brainwashing. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. And that costs a family of four $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. It's worsening climate change through the release of methane gas. Save the food. Cha-ching. And it's wasting precious natural resources like our fresh water. Save the food. Cha-ching. So when you hear this sound, don't be neutral. Rethink your behavior. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Any daughter would do the same. But soon enough, he needed help doing more things. And it was up to me to be his personal shopper and financial manager, too. And before I knew it, Dad moved in with me. So I became his cook, his personal assistant, his physical therapist, and even his nurse. When I started taking care of Dad, I didn't realize all the roles I'd have to play. But no matter what, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the many roles you play. And to help, we created an online caregiving resource center. At aarp.org caregiving, you can find resources and connect with the caregiving community. Together, we can better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving to learn more. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. 
and I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? When a tornado is tearing through town? Or a hurricane strikes? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Glenn Crooks and John Rojas back at Providence Park, Portland, Oregon, where Portland is hosting New York City FC in the MLS Cup Final. And New York City at the interval on a goal by Tati Castellanos in the 41st minute from Maxi Morales. It was a set piece. Morales, another excellent delivery. His 14th assist overall all competitions and now nine of those have been to Tati Castellanos who has 21 goals all competitions and as John Rojas my uh, broadcast partner just pointed out during the break we failed to mention that that free kick was taken right in front of the supporters section 1500 strong that made the trip here to Portland yeah that was exactly the point though you know things that happen on the field you can't control those things emotions take you but instead of celebrating to the left, the boys in blue could be coming and celebrate to the right and it would be in front of the fans and maybe Medina wouldn't have that kind of beard on his face <laughs> after that celebration. Now that's the kind of analysis we're looking for here. <laughs> they celebrated on the wrong side of the pitch and uh, what a celebration it was. Castellanos gave the, uh, the standard Castellanos two-handed mask i'm not sure what he calls that thing. it's a mask yeah, yeah that's why he called it yeah. yeah and uh now yeah now he's got teammates doing it and uh it, it gave new york city the lead they've outshot portland here in the first half six four portland has failed to get a single shot on target while new york city uh two of their six shots have been on frame city 57 percent of the possession corner kicks 2-1 in in favor of city but before we get back to the game Let's talk about the supporters, uh -huh. uh, 1,500 plus, and uh, you uh, 
videoed, and, and I know you put it up on your Twitter, the uh, the march-up by the city yes. supporters to Providence Park. But just tell us what you experienced thus far with them. I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic for them. Like I said before, there's people who are coming driving from New York. I hear that. There's people who are coming from different places uh, of the country that flow here to watch the game. And it's interesting how they got together. They had the whole thing uh, put together in, in, in accordance with the uh, fan services of NYCFC. They breakfast together this morning. They got together in a hotel, received their uh, wristbands, marched all the way downtown in Portland to come to the stadium. I grabbed that piece of video when they're coming into the stadium and sat on that area across the, the Timbers Army on the right side, far right side of, of, of this uh, uh, Portland Timbers Stadium and uh, Providence Park, which is his, na his name. And they are loud when they can. They celebrated. They're here ready to make history with their team and uh, their families there, Glenn. There's people who change uh, job activities and flew here to watch the game with their sons, daughters, and, and of course, a lot of fans that are putting into the gear a lot of effort to support the team. So much on social media about uh, those who made the trip, including some delayed airport ventures, which uh, is, uh, that's traumatic under, unto itself, is that, wow, is this flight ever going to take off? But apparently uh, all flights did, and I think yes. everybody got in. Yeah, everybody. Um, I actually um, was reaching out to Tony Larson, who is really one of the, uh, you know, well, known supporters and uh he got here right before the starting of the game he was running from the airport where his to meet his son here and be on the stands that is why well they were treated to a very good first half by their club new york city fc city with a one nil lead uh, at the interval and if we look at the possibilities here for the second half john uh, portland was unable to get really close effectively to Sean Johnson and the New York City goal. The the best shot of the game was taken by Sebastian Blanco, who is apparently injured, but he worked his way through the 45 minutes, but he refused to serve with his left or shoot with his left, and he took a shot with his right that uh, Sean Johnson had to die for, missed the target. But uh, other than that, yeah. Johnson in the back group uh, did very well in uh, thwarting any of the uh, Portland efforts. Totally, and there's two statistics that back up Glenn that comment that you just uh, put out there for all our listeners. If NYCFC wins the duels, and if NYCFC wins on tackles, that means you know that that structure that you put into closeout spaces is not actually working because the opposition is winning those tackles and those duels. So, I, I, okay, I'll be, if I'm Portland and I'm losing the game, but I'm winning the tackles and I'm winning the duels, I'm fine, that's what I wanted. At some point, we're gonna have the opportunity, but I'm losing them, so I'm giving them the ball, NYCFC is having the ball, is controlling the tempo, and it's finding the spaces, you know? So, Portland Timbers has to change something here. NYCFC has to keep working on their way, keep working their style because it's working and the problem here is for the local team because as much as you want players like Sebastian Blanco to be on the field if he's not a hundred percent you cannot hang on his back the responsibility to come back on a final the Portland Timbers 
this year in the regular season when they trailed at the half. And he's out. No wins, eight losses, and one draw. When New York City leads at the half, nine wins, one loss, and two draws. And Sebastian Blanco is back on the field, so he's going to start the second half. And as far as I see, for NYCFC, there's no substitutions. There's no reason to have substitution at this point because the team was playing on their way and we didn't see anything physically to point out uh, you know, options of being soft. Why Blanco's so important, the 33-year-old designated player. This is his fifth season. And along with Diego Valeri, really the lifeblood of this franchise. And he's also got four goals in three matches, two against RSL in the regular year, three to one a win there. And then two against Minnesota in the playoffs, three to one the victory there. And route to Portland winning the Western Conference Championship over RSL, while New York City advanced past Philadelphia at Subaru Park in the Eastern Conference Finals. So looking closely, no changes on either side. They will switch sides. Sean Johnson now defending the goal to our right, and it's Steve Clark to our left. He's in his fluorescent yellow. Sean Johnson in his orange. In front of Johnson, it'll be Gray, Cheneau, Collins, Tararinson, Morales, Sands, Medina, Morales, Rodriguez, and Castellanos. I would love, Glenn, to see a little bit more of uh, Torarinson on the left side and of course the Uruguayan uh, Rodriguez, Santi Rodriguez. Well, right off the bat it's Collins playing it deep for Castellanos. Mabiala up for the challenge, but New York City pounces on the loose ball and it is Goodmunder Torarinson hassled there by Diego Chara and then uh, it's Mabiala who chops at Maxi Morales. The ball trickles out of bounds into touch. Maxi will leave it for Goody who finds a wide-open Tati Castellanos, but cutting it back against the grain and right into the defense of Van Rankin. Tati tried to make Van Rankin there. <laughs> He's having fun. Jose Carlos Van Rankin, born in Mexico City, first season in MLS. He's on loan from Guadalajara. Goody back on it for New York City. He's got the orange boots, does Goodmunder Torarinson. Earned the start after two excellent performances off the bench in the previous two playoff wins for New York City. And during the week, the week, Glenn, uh, we spoke with Woody, and he was saying, listen, I'm in summer right here. I have no problem with this weather. Tavon Gray gets it on the swing. He's on the right. Sands, Maxi Morales. Sands, square to Morales in between the circles into Medina. He'll play it in one back to Alexander Collins, who slips a bit as he finds Goody on the left. Here's Rodriguez making an attacking run, just kind of angling towards Goody. Gets it to the Iceland International and then right back to him. The New York City patient in their buildup and now it's back to Collins, uh, the New York City side of things. Just underway, second half, 90 seconds in. I'm Glenn Crooks along with John Rojas. Uh, the New York City FC Network into the channel. It's Medina and recovering well though is Bravo. Hmm. Trying to work his way out. Gray applying a lot of pressure. Now it's Maxi Rodriguez poked away by Bravo. Bravo, two good defensive plays. Now he's trying to uh, see if he can squirm loose of Maxi Morales. Cannot. Maxi steals the ball, tries to slip one into Medina. And now here comes Portland the other way with Espria. Gray knocks it high into the air. Portland still not out of their end. Blanco, though, will make it happen. And a nice entrance into Mora. He's facing his own goal, so... Tabon Gray is not in his position right now. 
And okay, he's back. Van Rankin puts a poor ball in off of the short hop. Collins able to clear. And then it's Zuparic playing it back into the New York area, right into the feet of Alfredo Morales. So New York City, they look to counter in an electric way, but now they'll pull up as Portland very good getting behind the ball quickly. Their transition defense, one of the reasons they're in this MLS Cup final. And I love this. Look, they're trying to manage the tempo, hold that ball, control it. We're going to have it. There's no reason to throw it out there just to divide that ball. And they it's switch our it. ball. They switch it from left to right now to Gray. Sands is involved. Sands bursts his way around Shara. Sands now on the right. Sands looking up. He's got Castellanos in the middle, but instead goes to Rodriguez, uh, uh, who's uh, set up in that left inside channel. Portland still can't get out of it, and Diego Chara takes down Castellanos, and this is just outside the top of the D on the Portland side. Timbers Army again. Yeah, they I are uh, very particularly unpleased with the referee Villarreal. And that's what is beautiful in this place, in this stadium. I mean, people know the game. They are into the game. There's fouls. They scream. They're, you know, uh, offside. They're into the game. But this one, it was a clear foul on Tati Castellanos right in front of the goal. Chara just uh, touched him when he was turning around, getting in the inner channel, trying to get in front of Clark. And now they have the set piece. The angle is just slightly to the left, John. Goodmunder Terrarensen has two free kick goals. Those two were both from an angle on the opposite side, but he's over the ball along with Maxi Morales. We lefties know how to do it. <laughs> this one is about 22 yards away. Maxi Morales takes it, and he spun it towards the back bar, and Steve Clark palmed it over. It's a corner kick. Steve Clark had to go for it. That could have been targeted. It looked like it might clang off the crossbar, but Clark got a piece of it. So New York City and Maxi Morales will take the corner to the right of Steve Clark, right below us. We're set up in section 111 of Providence Park. We're in with the group of supporters. It's been fun for John Rojas and myself, Glenn Crooks, New York City FC Network, New York City up 1-0. Medina close for, to do a chart. But Maxi will bend it in. There's the flick and nearly converted by Tati Casianos or Alexander Collins and Alfredo Morales. Two assists off the flicks on corners this year. And he got another flick in on that near post side, but they couldn't convert to New York City. And now the counter for Portland with Blanco. Blanco deep in the New York City end with a right foot. He over hits a service. And Santi Rodriguez will let it run out. It'll be a throw in for New York City. So Portland, they look to strike quickly, which is their MO, but that was ineffective. Right, because the discipline that NYCFC is showing is really sharp, is there. We just saw how uh, Rodriguez went all the way down to block that ball and cover. And uh, when Portland Timbers crossed that ball, it was, he was there, he was in position, and Portland had no chance to take advantage of that opportunity. Got another look at that corner kick. Great flick header by Morales. And it looked like Castellanos and Collins may have gotten in each other's way. They were attacking the same space, yes. New York City very close to making it 2-0. Oh. Here's a poor ball by uh, Bravo, and it's intercepted by Maxi Morales in the Portland end. Leaves it for Sands. Finds Santi Rodriguez. He's getting hassled from behind. Great play by Jimmy Chara defensively. Diego Chara also there. Alfredo Morales, he's involved. Aspria makes a whirling move to his right to find Van Rankin on the overlap. One versus one against Alexander Collins. Collins goes for the slide tackle and gets all the Van Rankin. So here's the set piece situation for the Portland Timbers. 
Villarreal needs to back up a couple of yards, I believe, but nonetheless, it's outside the edge of the area on the right side. And it's and interesting to see the occupation of the box, how NYCFC is going to occupy that box to minimize the risk and how one or two people had to be outside of that box for the second ball. We have already players in place for Portland Timbers, but we don't have anyone for the second ball Jimmy on NYCFC. Jimmy Chira taking the kick. He's got seven assists, curls it in, and at the front post, James Sands wins a header. It'll go out for the corner, but well defended by New York City. Once again, set piece from the same side, right side of the attack, left side of the defense. We don't see anyone in front of the box for NYCFC trying to protect the second balls. Charai is taking the corner. All right, the corner taken again from post. Here's the deflection ball on the deck. Can New York City clear? Still no uh, obvious clearance by New York City. Chara. Oh, and now it's Bravo who takes the shot. It's blocked by New York City. They've got a four-on-four -four break led by Castellanos. He finds Rodriguez on the left with the green boots. It's Santi Rodriguez. No overlap for Maxi Morales. A blind pass, which is just taken by Jimmy Chara. So New York City wastes what uh, looked like a, a very, very confident and favorable counterattack, but they recover defensively, and here comes Claudio Bravo. He's, been a, menace. Heel, He's been a menace on the left side, and now it's Blanco. He finds Van Rankin, who's in the middle of the pitch right now. Jimmy Chara, wide right. The scanning the field was what was missing from Rodriguez. He did not scan, he did not notice that Maxi Morales wasn't running on his back. And he was isolated too, wondered if he might even one carry one. that in on goal. Yep, 1v1 will be the perfect decision Low there. driven cost reflected high in the air. It's at the edge of the six against New York City FC, but then a foul. Maxime Cheneau is down. Darren Esprit is saying, I didn't uh, commit anything that uh, was untoward toward the Luxembourg International. Esprit with both hands clasped behind his back as he bends over and is pleading his case to Armando Villarreal. He wants to be respectful, two big guys, you know, head to head. I don't think there's anything wrong there, just a foul. The defense is protecting his space and Asprilla is trying to push him away. That's a foul and New York CRC is gonna come out. Long ball, not building back from the back right now. Nine minutes in, second half, New York City. 1-0 over Portland on the Castellanos goal in the 41st minute. Long set piece taken by New York City. Last touch as it heads into touch by City. Along this near sideline, right in front of uh, head coach Gio Savarese, who has the wool cap on today. Uh, we've had a driving rain throughout. It's let up at times. The wind has gusted at times. But the conditions are pretty good from what we were uh, told from uh, a weather forecast standpoint. Van Rankin now knocks it in to uh, New York City territory. Espria and Cheneau challenge. Espria in the offside position. Yeah, totally. And we don't see anyone right now, Glenn, on the New York CLC bench getting up, getting a stretching, nothing working out. But we see basically every single one on Portland Timbers bench trying to warm up. Diaz Goda, you would think you would see him. Valeri, you would think you might see him. It will be his da last dance, Glenn. It's close to be that way for him. John Rojas uh, with an interesting admission that he gleaned out of Diego Valeri at the presser yesterday. John asked Valeri if he felt he would have more uh, of a career in MLS. Would he like to play? And he said yes, but it would be difficult here 
And uh, that was something, well, that was news. <laughs> we hadn't <laughs> heard him say that before. Yeah, Diego, he is, go ahead. Uh, this one New York City, they're in the final third. It's Medina, tries to wind up and shoot. Probably not a good choice because it deflects off of Diego Chara and Espria. He sprints his way out of the middle of the park. Now wide left for Blanco. Blanco cuts to the middle. Great defending by Maxime Cheneau. And a nice little reverse ball to Maxi Morales as New York City will now take a right to left against Portland. The ball slid wide left for Collins, and he finds Santi Rodriguez in the Portland end. Left inside channel, the overlapping Goodmunder Terrarinson. And now Terrarinson will pull up. It's nice the way for, for the game itself, for the football, how NYCFC is going right to left, left to right, controlling tempo. Sands the pivot this time, and it was from left to right. Gray with a nice little combination. Medina square to Santi Rodriguez. He tees it up and shoots. And on the short hop, Steve Clark does well to secure. That one skipped off the wet artificial surface. Yeah, New York City is a, oh, hold on. This one is, oh, it's a foul. It was a really <laughs> good, really good recovery from Maxi, but the referee blow the whistle. It's a foul and Portland teamers had the ball building a little bit on, on, on zone two middle of the field on the left side of their attack. New York City has conceded eight fouls to seven for Portland. The game has calmed down a little bit in that department. There were some uh, furious moments and physical moments. And I just saw Glenn, uh, Carlos Jamosa, who is the assistant coach for Gio Savarese and Timbers, talking to Paredes in Santiago Moreno. Here's uh, Goody uh, Torrance into Medina. Medina, right footed shot, tries to beat Clark at the front post. It's the weak foot for Medina. Didn't get much on it, but that started when Torrance stepped into intercept, and then New York City, they have a blistering counterattack themselves. Here's Portland on the switch, it's Van Rankin. It has been a really good game for Medina, Glenn. He is putting out the job. Jimmy Chirai, he's got more pace than Goody, tries to get in front of Goody, gets around Goody, and the ball on the deck, Collins steps in front of Mora and side foots it out for the corner kick. So it's a, a Portland corner kick coming up. This will be number two for the Timbers to match the, uh, the total of New York City. Taking that corner on the right side of their attack, now the New York City FC bench is warming up on that exactly side where Jimmy Chirai is taking the corner. To the left of Sean Johnson, high into the air towards the back post and it's New York City winning the first ball and the second ball and here's the counter again for City. Maxi Morales on it. He's got Santi Rodriguez to his left. He's got James Sands to his right. He goes to Rodriguez and a late challenge by Van Rankin and the it is the yellow. first booking of the game and it'll be Jose Carlos Van Rankin because Santi Rodriguez had made a slick move along the touchline to get past him and a very late challenge and Rodriguez is still down. And in the meantime, we can see how the uh, technical staff from New York City FC is talking to their players. While one of them talked to Goody who is now walking towards the ball and see how they're gonna whip that ball inside. Once again, Timber's defense lineup is gonna be at the top of the box they want a space for Clark so he can go out and control that ball. You want that ball away from Clark. Same situation as the goal, exactly from the same side. The left side of the attack from NYCFC. Now the ball is whipped in. Maxi Morales there, Goody there. Maxi Morales free kick assist to Tati Castellanos 41st minute. And now it's Maxi over the ball. He leaves it for Goody. He'll bend it in towards the uh, area 
of concern. And now off the second ball, Goody again tries to overhit to Medina. And Santi Rodriguez is called for pushing back against Foshive, the midfielder. And uh, so uh, the the initial free kick not struck well by uh, Goodwinder Terrarence and Blanco. He anticipated and really was in a perfect spot to deflect away the initial take. But Maxi Morales, instead of whipping and crossing that ball again, he opened it up to the, his left side yeah. for Goody. And, and, and well, now we can see. that's always a decision, right? Is it an in-swinger exactly. or an out-swinger for that angle? A lot right. of space behind the defense and in front of the keeper. Meanwhile, it's Tavon Gray. He forces. Paredes and Santiago Moreno coming in for Portland teams right now. We are 60 minutes into the game. Of course, Sebastian Blanco will be one of the players to leave, and I guess for Shive will be the second one. Well, Santiago Moreno, a very exciting young player. This will be his 14th appearance overall. And I texted John during the uh, RSL game asking, and I hadn't seen Moreno play. I said, who is this guy? Well, he's from Cali, Colombia. He comes from America de Cali. America that's de Cali, that's correct. And, and he, uh, he is someone who is uh, very difficult to defend. He was very slick off the dribble, and he uh, statistically, he's got four assists in uh, just those uh, 13 previous appearances. New York City off the throw. Moreno's still on the sideline. And I guess, uh, Glenn, Santiago is going to throw everything that he has talent-wise in this game. Talking to him before uh, uh, the, the, the final of the conference, he told me, listen, I didn't have much options to show myself because many of the times that I came in before that game were as a sub and the team had already the game in hand. We were leading the game. So my option was to help the team defend better and then do something in attack. Right now it's all attack for Portland Timbers if they want to put this on a situation favorable for them. Well, Moreno also scored the insurance goal against RSL, the 2-0 win in the Western Conference Final. His first goal in MLS, Glenn. His first goal in MLS. And and as I said it, the two substitutions went for Sebastián Blanco and George Foshive. Not that I'm saying that I was right. Moreno was uh, set up on the <laughs> left. But he's I was a, right. <laughs> uh, here's New York City combining to work their way out of the pressure. They do so. And Castellanos, he's able to get it away from Mabiala and Zuparic. They had double teamed him. And uh, Tati did well. Now back to the goal against Zuparic. Tumbles. And there's Diego Chara. Nice back tackle by Chara. And Jimmy Chara right there with his brother. In Portland, you can uh, sense the urgency. Chara, late tackle. And it'll just be a throw-in. That's ridiculous from Villarreal because uh, Cheneau went down as uh, Chara came in late. San is the one claiming the foul. He's on the floor now and coming up with the help of right. Tavon Gray. From this distance, they both look alike. Sands <laughs> and uh, Cheneau. When it gets to that corner, a, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as Yankee Jan Stadium that is correct. where we're a, a greater distance away behind home plate. Yeah. But we're at the same kind of angle viewing this game. But, but that confusion, Glenn, is, is a compliment for Sands because he's, he's tall, but he's not a bulk bill like Chenot. And he's also deep defending. Correct. In an area where New York City needed him. Chenot takes the long set piece. Here's the deflection, and Medina tries to get one on frame. It was uh, Castellanos who went up high in the air, got a little flick off that service from Chenot, but Medina couldn't connect. And as uh, Portland looks to uh, counter, Chenot will just put it back into the uh, Timbers end again. Sands recovers off the second ball. Santi Rodriguez, nice spinning move. He's between the circles, leaves it for Medina. Square to Alfredo Morales on the switch. 
Could he to Rawrinson? He was looking to go left. And now Morales finds his uh, way to move it to the right side of the pitch. Well done by the 30-year-old native of German descent. And now it's Collins all the way back into the New York City end. He's square to Cheneau. Do you so, know that Alfredo Morales has Peruvian blood on him? I did not know that. Yes, he he had the chance to be an international for Peru, too. So he and Collins must have uh, enjoyed some time together off the field, <laughs> you would think. Probably. All right. Here's a counter led by Moreno, and uh, Maxime Cheneau, he decided to just come in. Sometimes we'll see Maxime Cheneau try to dribble out of a crowd. That time he blasted it into the uh, stands here at Providence Park, where you, you we are kill over now. Yes, sorry about that, but you want to kill that play. That's why yeah. he just blasted. And you then, don't want to take the risk. And then New York City is defended in a way where they win the throw-in back. We're in the 65th minute, John. It's 1-0 New York City. They're maintaining the lead that they acquired in the 41st minute. Morales to Castellanos on the set piece. And New York City in their first MLS Cup. It's very interesting the way the New York City keeps digging into their game plan, digging into their ideas, concepts, no falling into the opportunities to go so fast and, you know, a uh, counterattack by holding the tempo because that is important for them. They understand they don't have numbers if they go and attack that much. Another foul. This time it's Castellanos down and he'll roll around a little bit and that certainly will take a couple of more seconds uh, off the ball. One thing I want to say, John, yeah, it's it's New York City's first MLS Cup title game. Of the seven teams to play in MLS Cup, nine have won the title in their first appearance, which is pretty interesting. It's, it's a lot. The most recent, Atlanta United. I just want to comment on something that I saw, Glenn, when that foul came on. Um, more, uh, Santi Rodriguez was really infuriated, but Goody came and embraced him and hugged him so he wouldn't get face-to-face -face with any of the Portland Timbers players and prevent any kind of yellow card for All him. All right, well done. Goody of more veteran presence, New York City. Maxi Morales, he stumbled a little bit, just tried to whip one in from deep in the right corner. Sands back on it, though. James Sands has been fantastic in the MLS Cup final. Good wonder to Rawrinson, square to Rodriguez, into Tati Castellanos, poor ball, back of square, trying to find Medina, and then from behind, Castellanos takes down Felipe Mora. Uh, check that Claudio Bravo. And now Bravo with the ball too, right after taking the set piece. Okay, quick free kick, Portland, but it's in their own end. Very, you know, slow, very, uh, quiet warm-up for the people at NYCFC bench. That's probably more having them, you know, in, in, in a warm-up position and ready to step up a little bit on their intensity if they need any kind of substitution. Well, there's not one player uh, in the 11 for New York City FC, and their starters are out there that uh, would need to be taken off due to lack of quality. Mm -hmm. If anything, it'll be fitness concerns for New York City who have the throw-in. Right. But Portland wins it back. They're deep in the New York City end now. And here's Bravo. Good service. It skips through. Here's the shot. And it's wide by Van Rankin. Now Espria trying to come up with something. And how well defended is that? He it's was, Goody Terrarinson. He was offside. Espria. All right. Espria offside. There was a lot of havoc in front of Sean Johnson. But once again, New York City up to the task defensively. 
despite the violation for offsides on Espria. And someone from the New York City FC bench ran towards the players warming up and have a little chat with Thales Magno. New York City, it's Johnson, Gray, Shido, Collins, Terrarinson, Morales, Sands, Medina, Maxi Morales, Rodriguez, and Castellanos. That's the 11 that started. Portland, they've made two substitutions here in the second half. Santi Rodriguez oh. doubled in the corner, and that's a hard, bad foul by Mabayala. Will he be carded? And he's not even giving the foul. Villarreal is giving a throw-in. Mabiala came in late, undercut Santiago Rodriguez. And cutting him from behind, not only he hit it on, the, on his legs, with his knee, he hit his back. So that was totally a foul right on our eyes, close to us, left corner side of the field. Goody's left. trying to put yep. it down and just convince, and Villarreal keeps yeah, yeah, giving yeah. the throw-in signal. Very poor by Villarreal. Here's Goody off the throw. Clips one in towards Medina. That's headed well and away by Paredes. And here comes the counter for Portland. Goody, though, stepping in front of Espria. Now Collins recovers. Espria, he broke loose for a moment. He got past both Goody and Chanel, but Collins knifing his way from left to right. It's a throw in for Portland. Now it's Van Rankin. A he sweeper. takes a tumble. A sweeper action there from well, Collins. But not set up in a sweeper mode. He had to recover. <laughs> Ball spun to the back post. Espria, he chases it down towards the right corner. Knocks it off of Goodman to Terrarinson. Here's Van Rankin, and there's a swiping kick. Sidewinder by Mora. Really tried to come up with a spectacular. Collins was there as well, and it deflected handily into the arms of Sean Johnson. It is now 70 minutes gone by. Can New York City hold on for 20 minutes? plus whatever stoppage time Armando Villarreal will add. They had to stop the game now. Head it was head Supatic, yes, yeah. Supatic, and Tati Castellanos head to head. Tati Castellanos laying down on the ground, Supatic is not. I guess you had to go through the protocol here for concussions on Tati Castellanos mainly because he's the one on the floor. Armando Villarreal is showing his watch, meaning he's gonna stop there and he's gonna count this time to add it at the end of the game. New York City FC bench is giving instructions to their players. No one is warming up with intensity to come in right now, but New York City FC has on their hands the moment to make history here in Providence Park. Armando Villarreal, a veteran keeper, 168th game overall for Villarreal, his 10th playoff game. And it should be noted that Robert Sabiga, Robert, I don't know if you're listening, but Robert Sabiga, MLS Referee of the Year, however, he sustained a concussion in a match earlier this year on a collision at LAFC. And because of that, he was unable to uh, take this moment. You know, a referee, it's as big a moment as it is for the players to be in the middle for an MLS Cup final. Ben Rankin cuts against the grain. Cheneau off the service, heads it down. And in two touches, Medina clears very well. Jesus Medina, the Paraguayan, has come up big for New York oh. City. Here's a poor ball out of the back. Can New York City counter? Morales on it. He's in the center circle. He'll swing it to his left. And now it's Goody on the ball. And now to Morales as New York City will slow it up. Again, it's a dance. It's Lane. all tempo. It's, it's a all dance. tempo. Yeah, it's a dance. They want Portland to dance to their tune. Cheneau engages the defender, Moreno, slips the ball through to Gray, 
Gray tries to catch up to it. Claudio Brava beats him to it, and what a nice little back heel first time for Moreno to find Paredes, but Medina slides down to uh, prevent anything from penetrating off his service, and New York City gets it back. Maxi from behind taken down, and New York City will take their time on this set piece. Diego Chira just settles the ball down in a non-verbal yeah. request to play. Let's play, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but on the other hand, Maxi Morales using his experience, he scanned the field, he sees the defender coming at him, he just touched the ball in front of him, set his body, wait for the touch, foul in favor of New York City FC. 72nd minute, New York City puts it back into play. They'll play it short. Now they'll swing it to the right where uh, Cheneau is. Sands set up in between the center backs. Receives from Cheneau, goes back to his keeper, Sean Johnson. Goodmunder Terrarenson dropping in wide, so that Collins had an option. Collins back on the ball in the midfield to Sands. Sands now to Morales. Great ball work and movement from New York City. Castellanos gets it on the half turn to Medina. Back to Tati. Tati, who's got the goal in this game, can't control the first touch, but it squirts free to Medina. Now Morales, the overlapping goody, too much on it for Maxi. He slams the turf for both hands, and he applauds Goody's overlap and intent, but Morales is a little too much on it. And right away, Daila is telling the guys to stop it up. Step up the pressure. Don't let them come out. Make them throw that ball long. We're going to win that ball and build from there. Good tackle by Goody as Van Rankin played it out of the back on the deck to his spree along this right side. Goody poked it into touch, throwing for Portland, New York City now organized defensively. Maxi Morales playing the point of the defense as Tate Castellanos sags into the midfield. Here's the switch now though, Bravo behind Mabiala, but New York City, they don't have a lot of pressure there, so Mabiala doesn't have to fear the poor ball. He just chases it down, goes to Zaparic, and they'll switch again to Bravo. Yeah, breathing a little bit from Tate Castellanos right now. He is running all over, helping being the first defender and now he's breathing a little bit and taking his position back. And Portland turned the ball over, but New York City gives it right back off the throw. It's taken quickly at halfway on the far touchline. New York City, they win it back. Now it's Morales switching it to Collins, and one he finds Goody. New York City right to left in the second half of play. They lead a 1-0 on the uh, golden boot winner in MLS this year, Tati Castellanos. He scored in the 41st minute. Goody trying to uh, put one in with a left peg to slip Maxi Morales through. It's cleared first time, but right to Alfredo Morales. He's grabbed down by Diego Chara. And Villarreal says play on. Armando Villarreal is having a difficult time today. This will not go down as a, a well-officiated MLS Cup final. And Look now, at that pressure from Tati Castellanos. He, oh, now Jimmy Chiraz got some freedom. He's at the top of the area. His shot, what a recovery! It's James Sands and Alexander Collins. And Collins dove down. It looked like Chiraz was in. And it popped high into the air. And Sean Johnson grabbed it. And now Sean Johnson will take his time to allow his team to recover physically. And now he pushes him up the field. And not only reading, but taking time, taking the decision in the proper moment to cross his feet so he can block. That was Chenard on the number four on the back with that cross. Because it's not only being there, it's exactly the moment that you want it. Chenard was about to take the shot and you need to be precise with your leg. Otherwise, it will be go through your legs and beating Johnson. And that was perfect from Chenard. Throw in for uh, Portland, 15 minutes to play. 
not including stoppage time. Providence Park here in Portland, Oregon. Again, a nice tackle from Goody against Espria. You know, Goody, for the most part, has had Espria's number today. And now the ball switched to the left where Claudio Bravo, you've seen his uh, dangerous ability when you're a New York City player. High into the air, Cheneau, as that ball was driven in by Moreno, and Cheneau was the better of it. Now the ball loose, no clear possession. Castellanos from behind takes a tumble. It was Zuparic applying the physical presence. So Portland wins it back. Van Rankin on the right. And he gets by Santi Rodriguez. And his shot is grabbed by Sean Johnson. You just comment, Glenn, on how uh, you can see Bravo's quality on the ball. And you remind me something that Ronnie Dyla said before during the week. If you give space to good players, you're going to face great players. So that's what New York City FC is trying to do, not to give uh, good players a lot of space to operate. In the meantime, Tajuri Trotti is getting ready to come in for NYCFC. Tajuri Trotti? Yes, sir. He is getting out and ready. Influential in the victory against Philadelphia was the substitutions of Tylus Magno, Ismail Tajuri Trotti, and Gudmundur Torarensen about two-thirds of the way through that match against Philadelphia. That proved to be the difference. New York City scoring twice with that group on the field to make up a 1-0 deficit at Subaru Park, which brought them to this moment. The MLS Cup Final, New York City with a one-goal lead on the Castellanos goal from Maxi Morales. You have two options there with that substitution, Glenn. Just switching the power Y and uh, Santiago Rodriguez to the other side, taking Medina out and putting Tajuri Shradi in or a straightforward Medina and Tajuri Trotti. Medina's having a good game in my eyes, Glenn. He's being tactically uh, obedient. He's blocking his uh, space. One more there. And he and just denied the service for Claudio Bravo on the left side. Bravo trying to recover along the near uh, far touchline to prevent the New York City throw, but cannot. <laughs> Villarreal can't win. No, 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 no. He won't win. That's, that's, that, and that's his I job. Say, and I'm going to go back to my uh, comment about a poorly uh, refereed MLS Cup final. That's my opinion. Now, Van Rankin cut against the grain on Santi Rodriguez, who grabbed him and mm -hmm. got his shirt, and he let it go. And that was a Sean Johnson save on goal. And he could have brought that back, and he didn't. So he really has been, uh, well, I wouldn't say calculated in how he's decided to call the game. He's letting the boys play, I think, right. is uh, the thing you would say. Yeah, the whole thing is that you sometimes referees get in that island uh, between letting the play goals and actually controlling the discipline of the play. Here's Marino trying to find a spree. There's Goody stepping in front. That was a diagonal switch, and Goody just had time to cut in front of Espria. It ends up being a Portland throw. Portland, they're left to right. That's the way they're working. Sean Johnson in the goal, two out right here at Providence Park. Next and time, Parich will switch it to the left. Next time the ball goes out, Tajuri Trotti is going to come in and help the boys in blue to seal the deal here. 78 minutes right now. Bravo, poor ball this time. He was trying to find Jimmy Chara, and he played it right into the feet of Maxime Cheneau. Back to his goalkeeper, Sean Johnson. And here's an air ball challenge. Jesus Medina winning it. Jesus Medina working his way towards goal. Finds Castellanos, who collects, shoots, and it's wide left from Tati Castellanos. And now we'll see who Shradi comes in for. He comes the substitution, and it is Santiago Rodriguez, the one that is going out. Medina is staying. And as I said before, he's going to switch to the left side. He's being called to switch. 
but he has to stay on the right side. So at some point in the next transition, we're going to see Medina coming to the left side and Tajuri to the right of that line of three in which Santiago Rodriguez is coming out. And <laughs> Van Vrijken is coming out his face just because he's walking. Now a yellow card is coming out out of the pocket of the referee. Don't yellow card a player for taking their time going off. Just add the stoppage time. time. That's it. I agree with that. That's it. And stop talking. You had the Just whistle and you had the cards. That's right. You're in control. You're in control. And it's. Uh, but what's interesting about Trotty coming in and leaving Medina in is that they are both mo both most effective on the right side of the attack. And uh, but this is more of an effort to preserve the one nil lead as well. Here's Portland play back in. Ball over hit to. Jimmy Chara, and there's Sean Johnson. He'll let it roll until Chara puts the pressure on and now scoops it up. The thing here, Glenn, is that you're gonna stop playing with uh, wider players on their inverted angle of play, right, peripheral profiles, and now you're going back to the right foot. So Medina on the left, Tajur on the right, All right. And, and then you don't have cross. Sean Johnson serves it deep off the, uh, the keeper punt. And uh, eventually, it's a Portland throw, far side of the pitch. It's Paredes who will take it, about five yards inside his own end. 25,218, that is the attendance here in Providence Park today. Inside of 10 minutes left now, in regular time, New York City 1-0, MLS Cup Final. New York City on the road. They beat and advance past the Supporters' Shield winners on the road, that's New England. Foul, Medina, he committed, drawing the foul, Paredes, 40 yards away, slight angle to the left, and Jimmy Chara will serve it for Portland. New York City, they like to hold a high defensive line. Chara puts it in, Mora just couldn't catch up to it. Cheneau let him run free, and on one hop, Sean Johnson, he grabs it. You might even call that a save. Yeah, it is, it is a save, because the ball was bouncing on the ground, because Mora wanted to do it. He wanted to make the ball bounce in front of Sean Johnson, so the ball may have a little bit of a speed in front of the goalkeeper. Goody and gets it for Max, he plays it down the uh, the flank. Castellanos as Ra Van Rankin with a poor first touch on the inside. That is on the box. That's right, Castellanos is down. So VIR will take a look at it, probably nothing to come of it. Castellanos is back up and now working his way, but he did look over to the fourth official and say, let's take a check on that. Play continues though, Portland, Diego Chara finds Espria. It's Goody along with Medina, and that ball trickled out. Yes, it's throwing for New York City FC. In the meantime, Nies Gola is getting ready to come in for Portland Timbers. Who Goody. is in the, Tati Castellanos is sitting down asking for some assistance the referee Villarreal is coming to talk to him of course he mentioned before he signaled before that he will add time to his watch Van Rankin once again is on the face Tati Morales is telling me stop please I mean he did it already with Santiago Rodriguez when he was coming out so instead of fighting for the time use the time properly Nies is receiving orders right now from Gio Savarese nobody for NYCFC is on the bench and ready and that set piece is taken by Collins. Medina switched already to the left side. You see Tajuri's right on the right. Goody on it now, Maxi Morales hugging the left touch line. Morales can't maintain the possession for New York City. And Medina from behind wins the ball, but 
Villarreal is bringing it back from a previous foul, and that's a, a good on the uh, referee. There was an earlier foul in the sequence, so he'll bring it back, but it's not in any dangerous area as far as New York City and supporters Asprilla, and players are concerned. Asprilla is the one who's going out, and Niesgoda is coming in. And this is interesting. You know, uh, it's hard for Portland Timbers on their style of play, on their model, to have Mora and Niesgoda together. Ball played in quickly by Portland. They put it into the mixer. Half clearance off the head of Maxime Cheneau. Here's Marino now dribbling centrally from left to right. And now the ball on Niesgoda. He lays it back to Claudio Bravo towards the back post. There's Mora in two touches. He shoots, and it's blocked by Goodwinder Torrenson. It will be a corner kick, but a well defensive maneuver by Goody Torrenson denying the shot. Six minutes plus addition. It's going to be for Portland Timbers all in. Throw it at eight to the two forwards. 85th minute. Here's the corner kick. Up in the air, it's Chanel again. The shot blocked off the rebound. That was Bravo who, he caught it cleanly with the left peg. Supati. It was from outside the area, and then it was blocked. He hit Supati's head. Now Ben Rankin doing well on the right. Jimmy Chara, edge of the area, finds a player open at the top of the D. Now a ball clipped to the back post, and that's Tati Castellanos very deep with a defensive header in the run of play. He's in the box for New York City as they're trying to maintain the 1-0 lead and win the MLS Cup in their first try. Looked like Chanel was undercut, no call. Now it's again. Bravo inside. Bravo, Bravo. is playing on the central channel now. And uh, New York City clears and tries to counter with Castellanos. No one will join Tati on this one. New York City staying back and organized. And here's Diego Chira between the circles on his side of the pitch. 86th minute, New York City leading Portland 1-0. And there's a service by Bravo, blocked by Schrade. Who's on the ball now? It's the Pirates for Portland. It was back at his own end, but Schrade did well. He's got the energy. He's got the fresh legs. Schrade was in for Santi Rodriguez. That's the only maneuver thus far by head coach Ronnie Dyla for New York City FC. Moreno. Slips the ball through, and New York City will just let it run to their goalkeeper and time off the clock as Nia's go to forces Johnson to pick up. And the fans here try to play their part, trying to push the team. NYCFC is having a cold mind right now. It reminds me of a coach that I had sometimes. And he said, you body a thousand miles per hour, you head on ice. Sean Johnson serves a, a very deep punt little sidewinding kick which in two hops goes back to his opponent on the opposite side Steve Clark the keeper for Portland now Clark will send it into the New York City and Goody on it he's trying to find Castellanos he chests it down for Maxi Morales Morales taken down no call now Castellanos no he's call. clobbered and no call by Villarreal so you're gonna have to stay on your feet and take it we know Castellanos likes the physical presence. It's Portland on the ball on the left side. Jimmy Chira enters for Moreno. Good ball movement by Portland. Moreno's a part of that. Here's Bravo again. Nice service. Mora with a challenge for Collins. And you heard the ooh and ah from the Timbers Army and the rest as that was headed over the bar. The connection of the Timbers has to be faster. That service from Bravo is calling the two center backs, Chanot and uh, uh, Collins, to be the heroes here. 
you have to connect more so you do unbalance those center backs before crossing that ball. That cross, the last three crossings from Timbers are making the life easier for NYCFC and their idea to hold this advantage. Diego Valer is getting out ready important Timbers and of course people is getting excited about seeing him on the field. Sean Johnson was just booked for delaying the game by Villarreal who has failed really to pull out the yellow card for vicious challenges throughout the match but has given out two bookings for delay of the game. So there's where you have it. Bravo on the ball for Portland. Closed down by Maxi Morales, but Bravo's able to get it through down that left channel. Gray recovering accidentally just off his belly and into touch. So it's Portland with the throw in between the halfway line and the corner flag on the New York City side on the far side of the pitch. And that's the ovation for Diego Valeri, the beloved Argentinian, 35 years old. This is his 22nd playoff game, which leads all players for Portland. And play back in, ball squirts through to Paredes. That was a set piece taken. And now the ball played across by Paredes. Gray gets up in the air, and it's a glancing header by Gray, and it's a corner kick for Portland coming up. It'll be to the right of Sean Johnson, and for Portland, their third corner kick of the game, and let's see what they do. They'll go short. The Mexican Bravo. band ranking was the one who left the field. Bravo slices one in from a difficult angle. And now as uh, James Sands tries to work his way out, now it's Morales. He finds Medina. Medina's ahead of the field, recovering is Diego Chara. And he cuts in front of Medina to win the ball. Jesus Medina. He had the step, but there's Diego Chara, one of the reasons he's one of the greats in Portland history. But New York City wins it back with Shradi. He's in between the circles on the Portland eye and tries to play square to Gray, but Shradi taken down heavily. Amundsen, Glenn Amundsen is getting ready to come in in New York City FC while we see, of course, Medina that is trying to stretch his leg. The effort was great, but Diego Chara caught up with him, cut it inside got the ball, save it basically the life with these minutes for Portland Timbers. Well, a poor foul by Paredes. Didn't need to do it. Trotty was facing away from the goal he was attacking and then was severely tackled by Paredes who uh, also was uh, given a yellow card, so a booking for Paredes. And it's going to be Maxi Morales on the free kick. Very interesting setup for New York City FC as they are angled to the right about 30 yards out. Barely anyone in the area. They're all settled back and being uh, 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 conscious of the counterattack. Here's Medina, though, still with the ball in New York City. Now Tati. Claudio Bravo. Did he get him from behind? No. Tati pops back up, wins the tackle. And here's a shot from distance by Trotti. And he didn't... Uh, Hit it very cleanly on one hop at Steve Clark. Four minutes of stoppage time in the MLS Cup Final. New York City won, Portland nil. Can New York City hang on? And Alfredo Morales off the air ball challenge. If this doesn't Valeri. end well, it's because of the referee. You had the fouls, you had the moments, the discipline to take the cards out. Look, that another yellow card to Medina, used to kick the ball away. He had two fouls here that he didn't call. All right. 
It's a distant set piece. Marino will take it high into the air, New York City. Shotty on the second ball, and he'll put it in the Portland end. Steve Clark comes 20 yards outside of his area to get the ball for Portland, and then he plays it into Bravo. It's going to be direct play now for Portland. Here's a glancing header. Uh, that was uh, Mabiala. So Mabiala, he is all the way up top. He's just hanging up top because Portland is just going to pump the ball into the area and see what they can do with the big guy in the middle of it. Goody, the one going out, so I move St. Tom in. Of course, a more defensive move right here for NYCFC. We saw on the set piece in front of goal here that NYCFC wanted to hold the ball, not crossing. Alexander Callas was getting on the box, and Maxi Morales called him, go back. I don't want you on the box. I want you to defend. Tough time to come into a game. Alde Amundsen hopefully had a good warm up. The Denmark National in for Goodwinder Torarensen. And here's Maxi Morales off a throw, a square throw, intercepted by Morales. Now Tati Castellanos on it. Good recovery by Paredes, but he just simply toe pokes it into touch. New York City with a throw in. We are in the second minute of a minimum four minutes of stoppage time. A Glenn. couple of minutes plus away for New York City FC to earn their first trophy as a club. Now it's Castellanos back to the goal. The game is so good, Glenn. I wasn't even paying attention to the clock. I was watching them play, managing tempo. Tati Castellanos out of the line, embracing uh, Gio Savarese just to hold a little bit of time. And now Maxi Morales on the ball for the throw-in. Morales, he's looking towards the corner. That's where Castellanos is posted up against Chara. It's out again for a throw, or is it a free kick? It's a throw-in. Maxi Morales is holding it, he's feeling it. It's a throw-in. He didn't look for the ball, he let uh, Moreno <laughs> go look for the ball Chirac and get it to him. cutting down Castellanos from behind, but it is a New York City throw. Morales trying to squeeze a pass in between two Portland defenders, and instead it goes the other way. Felipe Mora, and it's a Maxime Cheneau stumbling. Mora is 35 yards out. On the right, it's two versus two as he plays the ball. Moreno, one versus one against Jesus Medina, who denies the service off of Medina's back. It'll be out for a corner kick, and this could well be the last chance for the Portland Timbers. Steve Clark is coming in to the box, trying to uh, get connection with that ball All and right. helping Timbers. The Portland keeper there, Jimmy Chara, serves it in at the front post. New York City wins it. Clark chasing, plays it back out to Moreno, and then it's Shradi blasting it up the pitch. It goes out of play, but it's a Portland throw. How can they let them throw it in from where they are? Anyway, it's Moreno now on it. Jimmy Chara, a little give and go from Mora. Now Chara will head it into the air where Mabiala is. Here's a shot blocked by New York City, and the equalizer! Scored by Portland with less than a minute remaining. It's stoppage time! Oh my word! The Timbers! They've tied this one up. Steve Clark went forward on the initial corner kick. He kept, he helped keep it in the area for Portland. Well, this is the final. They're not gonna die waiting to see what happens. A beautiful ball from the right in the middle. Chara fighting for it. And the ball bounces on Niesgola. The rebound is on Felipe Mora. And the Chilenian is the one taking care of this. 1-1, one, one. Felipe Mora is smiling, 
crying, celebrating. The ball goes to the middle of the field. We have game again, Glenn. Well, this one most assuredly is going to overtime. I would imagine after New York City kicks off, Villarreal will whistle it. That was basically the last sequence of the game. Felipe Mora scored the game winner in the Western Conference Final in the 2-0 win over RSL. He scored five minutes in, unassisted. This one, the shot by Diaz Goda, was blocked by New York City. Chanar is all over on the official. Uh-oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Chanar is all over on the official asking for the foul. And the referee just ended the regular time. We going in overtime. Chanar is furious coming over the referee after he went to the assistant referee asking for the foul in the box. New York City FC is getting around their bench, gathering together to face what it is now the overtime in this MLS Cup Final. It is what it is at this point, yeah. John Rojas. Armando Villarreal was the wrong choice to do MLS Cup. But he's the man in the middle. He's made the calls or not made the calls. And we're seeing Chanel again head over to the assistant referee. And Portland, give them credit. In the 94th minute, and there were four minutes of stoppage time added to this, Felipe Mora scoring the equalizer. So the two strikers have scored in this one. Mora for Portland, Castellanos in the 41st minute for New York City FC, who were moments away from hoisting the trophy, and now they will have to regroup. It would be clear to say that Portland has a great deal of the momentum of going course. into this overtime. Of That's course. an understatement because there's got to be a state of shock. But New York City, they need to regroup, and you can see the body language is not favorable on the New York City side, but they've got to pick it back up. They need to get together the way they are right now. The conversation has to go around their minds. We are here. We're still fighting for it. We work a lot. We went to New England. We went to Philadelphia. We did it. We can do it here too. What is past is past. We cannot do anything about that foul, about that call, about that goal. It is what it is. Let's face it, we still have it in our hands. We still can do it. They are still being the same team. They did not change anything. They found that ball because they played the couple of last minutes, throwing that ball in our box, and yes, they scored. Maybe it was foul, maybe not. Now the time is to get back at it, play our way, once again, take the environment out of the field and try to play. Shannon is still talking to Villarreal, trying to tell him how come he did not call that foul. Now everybody's trying to get Shannon away, and it's Sean Johnson, the one leading the charge. So the conversation ends there, and the play starts. New York City FC in regulation. Portland putting on the pressure in the latter stages, out shooting New York City 14 to 11. New York City, though, six shots on frame to just two for Portland. The last one equalized. City has enjoyed 53% of the possession. Corner kick 6-3 in favor of Portland, the home side. And here they come, and we are in for uh, a dramatic finish to this one either way. 
And Glenn, once again, the duels won for New York City FC. And, they are, and the fouls are level. Yellow cards again, three to two. Three for New York City FC, two for Portland Timbers. What I want to check here is the duels won and the tackles won. They level on the second half. For 59 for 49 and 12 to 11. That is a more level game in the middle of the field. Portland was 0-8-1 trailing at halftime in the regular year. And in regulation, fourth minute of stoppage time, they get the equalizer, Felipe Mora, scrambled in front. There were a lot of bodies, but he ended up free just to the left center of the penalty area, about 12 yards out, and drilled it past Sean Johnson. And now we're underway in overtime, two full 15 minutes ahead of us. And uh, if it still remains tied at the end of those overtime sessions, we go to penalties to decide MLS Cup. We'll see what happens. Portland starts out with a ball. New York City will press high at the outset. Steve Clark with the left foot, putting it towards halfway. Maxime Cheneau wins the header. And now the ball nodded back into the New York City end by Portland. And Nias Goda was uh, trying to make the effort to uh, get around Tavon Gray. And now uh, Bravo can't catch up to a ball swung to him by Zuparic. So New York City with the throw in the... Uh, Portland and New York City here in the first overtime, left to right, uh, and which, I think is a, which is where they scored their goal yeah, and in I the think first half. Marvin Loria is going to come in really quick, probably for Portland Timbers, because the setup with uh, Mora and Niesgoda is not a setup that they liked. They did it because they had to. They were under pressure. Couple of minutes before ending the game, the championship match, they had to do something. Now, if they want to keep playing, they had to do something back to regain their setup. Jimmy Chara looking for Mora. He and Moreno worked a little bit in the midfield. Ball still alive for Portland. And Amundsen stepping in front of Mora. But uh, here's Paredes. And, and now it's Chara. Mora, edge of the area on the right side. Here's a ball clipped into the back post. Cheneau steps in front of Sean Johnson to head it high into the air. Valari can save it, and now it's Moreno. So Portland with the pressure here. Just a couple of minutes into the first overtime session in the MLS Cup final. You gotta say it, it's obvious. You gotta say it anyways. The momentum is all in favor of the local team. Van Rankin in the box. Ball to the back post, overhit by Paredes. Paredes was free, elected not to take the shot. Never lifted his head up, but Moreno ran it down, trying to get past Tavon Gray, picking up the ball. Chara trying to work a one-two. Here's a shot from distance. That was taken by Paredes. Comfortable save for Sean Johnson, who collapsed to his left, but caught it cleanly. No problem for the 32-year-old keeper for New York City FC. He'll roll it out to Alexander Collins, who has a lot of space in front of him, but uh, he'll play to the holding midfielder, one of the twin sixes, Alfredo Morales. And that's what New York City FC has to do, what he's doing now. Hold the ball, get back to your own rhythm, okay? This is another game, a 30 minutes game. Go play your game again, back at it. Hold the ball, let them run, you open it up, wider channels, and see what happens with your opportunities there on your spaces. 
Alfredo Baralda is engaging two defenders, getting past him in the midfield, and that enabled him to find Tavon Gray wide open on the right side. Morales comes in underneath, curling it towards Jesus Medina. Tales Magno is coming in right now. You would think Magno for Medina, but we'll see. Nice interception by New York City, but Mora back on it. Mora checking deep into the midfield. Here's Valeri and Portland. Better interchanges in the midfield area and up top. Valeria part of it. Also Mora and Diaz Goda is more hanging closer to the goal. Portland on it now with Jimmy Chara. He set up on the left side. Now enters New York City's end with a pass to Diaz Goda. So Diaz Goda did check deeper into the midfield. James Sands defends well. New York City wins it back. Gray to Sean Johnson. And Johnson will blast it first time. Castellanos backing up. Mabiala. He's trying to draw the foul. Villarreal again ignores the contact. Portland on it. Fourth minute of overtime. A little, a little, a little second there from both teams to regain some air, to play a little bit more with the ball and stop a little bit of the intensity that they had in the last minutes of the regular time. New York City trying to recover from the equalizer. They looked like they had the MLS Cup in their hands, but Portland, in the fourth minute of a minimum four minutes of stoppage time, were able to equalize Felipe Mora and uh, Medina serving from the left. And is Medina the one going out for Tyler Magno, if I see right? So Tyler Magno, hero of the last game against Philadelphia, the 18-year-old Brazilian, young DP, That's not okay. signed through 2026. It's not okay, Glenn, this referee is asking Medina to go to the further side, so he has to walk around the whole section of Portland Timber supporters to get to his bench. You have the clock, stop it, and that's it. All right, so Magno's in for Medina. He's in the middle of it right now. There's Magno trying to work with Castellanos, who is wrapped up, and when I say wrapped up, I mean literally wrapped up by Zuparic, and the ball squirts out, it's a goal kick. Villarreal continues to struggle in the middle in the biggest match of the year in MLS Cup. And both ways, yeah. by the way. Yeah, and, and, and against both teams, nobody's saying here, right, that he's having any kind of favorites in there. It's just his decisions, his judgment in some moments. Cheneau, clearance header off a Bravo entrance, put it in the air. Cheneau to uh, Alfredo Morales, the ball loose, and then Tylus Magno chases it down. He's wearing his fluorescent green boots, wears the number 43, has the big hair, delightful young man, and uh, his goal with two minutes left in the Eastern Conference Final from Gudmundur Terrarensen gave New York City the chance to play in this game. Schrade gets free, Schrade driving, Schrade trying to win the ball back. He was doubled at one point, and then Magno intervenes, and now it's Bravo who comes out with it for Portland. He'll push it past wide right for Santiago Moreno, the Colombian, 21-year-old, and he'll slow things down for Portland. And finally, Medina is getting to his bench. 1-1, <laughs> seven minutes into the first overtime period. Diego Valeri 
with Morales on him. We'll just knock it back in one to the supporting Mabiala. Mabiala with a long diagonal. Gray heads the ball, could have chested it down, wasn't aware that he really had a lot of freedom just to bring it down and go. So instead, Portland wins it back in the center circle, Diego Chara. Little decisions there, Glenn. Gray should have to put that ball down, give the team some air and space to manage the tempo. Great tackle. Here, great tackle by Chano to win it back. Here's uh, Nezi the Guiada. He's in the area. Second ball. Great collapsing defense by Molde Amundsen on uh, Nias Goda. Butchered his name a moment ago. Nias Goda, though. And now uh, Portland wins it back on a free kick. And now a couple of words being exchanged between Castellanos and Diego Chara. Castellanos. Uh, basically the face of Santiago Moreno battling for that ball. It's just a regular battle. Castellanos being big and is being present in the moment. There's it, nothing there. He blew the whistle. There's a foul. Set piece for Portland Timbers that now is taking to the right side of their attack. Lee is going to enter this match for Portland here in the second half. Replacing Espria. Here's Portland with Chara, wide left for Nias Goda. He's about five yards outside of the area. Now it's Bravo to Valari. Valari approached by Chino. The ball is played between Chino's legs, and then a sprawling Alexander Collins is able to clear it first time oh. in a touch. Valari all by himself. Colonzo was uh, in front of Sean Johnson to win that back for New York City, and finally cleared by James Sands. Can't clear his lines though, as it's a Zuparich, foul. Yep. Zuparich came up smartly to win that in front of Castellanos, and then uh, Shradi came in late. So here's the angle, sharp angle to the left, about 35 yards from goal, and it's Valari over the ball. New York City holds the high line about a yard outside the 18. Here's Valari's service towards the back post, and it's a first-time shot hit over the bar. A lot of contact, but Paredes, he was allowed to be free on that back post. New York City FC is suffering a little bit of problems in communication between uh, Tavon Gray and Tajuris Rady. And they're having issues there knowing exactly who is going to close the service and who is going to defend the guy who's making the diagonal inside out. That is giving Portland Timbers a little bit of a space room, especially for Diego Valeri behind Chanot. And that is a really risk situation for NYCFC. All right, City on it with Collins. Little reverse ball on the deck, left inside channel to Magno. Great ball and two touches from uh, Maxi Morales to Shradi. Wide for Gray. Gray with a service, poor from Tavon Gray, and he is feeling it. We recall the cramps yes. that he had against New England. Yes. And he could hardly go. That ball, uh, that game ended up in penalties, but Gray had to stay out for the entire time, including the overtime period, because New York City had run out of substitutions, and uh, he's feeling it right now, that's for sure. And it's not only him, I just saw Steve Clark trying to stretch, and then Paredes trying to stretch. New York City really doesn't have uh, any answer at this fullback spot, and here's Jimmy Chara running at Cheneau, leaves it for Nia's Goda, back to Jimmy Chara. They work the combination, now Valeri, and Valeri skies it. 10 yards over the bar, 
and he was free. He was totally free in front of the goal. Just clear shot for him. He just put it out. Can the 18-year-old homegrown Tavon Gray suck it up one more time as uh, New York City, they've made just three moves here. Marvin Loria is getting ready to come in. In the meantime, Ronnie Dyla is coming out of Hester with his hands to the players. Let's go, come on. Up with the spirit, out with our game. We are in this. This is still 50-50. Shradi, Maxi Morales. Here's Valari, winning it for Morales. Bravo, you hear the crescendo. Mora now has it. Inadvertently deflected almost into the path of Paredes, and Amundsen, though, did well to get down and clear for New York City. Here's Jimmy Chara doing a circle on Tati Castellanos, inadvertently hitting Castellanos in the facial area, but Tati uh, not disturbed by it. In fact, they shake hands or grab each other a little bit just to say, hey, everything's cool. Amundsen, little trickery along the left touchline to get it up the flank. Maxi Morales arrives a little late. Mabiala there and gets it to the feet of Diego Chara. It's all Portland here for the most part in overtime. We have two minutes left. Uh, check that, three minutes left in this first overtime session. Amundsen, nice little ball on the Maxi. Finds Collins in one. Collins trying to dribble away from the pressure from Kevin Paredes, uh, not Kevin Paredes. <laughs> Got the wrong Christian one. Christian Paredes. Christian Paredes. Kevin Paredes is a great player too, but he's yeah. American from Dominican <laughs> descent. <laughs> Mabiala pressured by Castellanos, plays it back to Clark. Clark is two yards outside of his area, but New York City, uh, they're uh, tending to uh, stay together. And uh, although now Maxi Morales applying some high pressure along with Castellanos. Sands a little late though, as the ball got into the middle to the Chiraz, and here they come, Jimmy Chiraz. You know he wants to try to outrun Maxime Cheneau. Now it's Moreno. He slices a ball off the diagonal service, looking for Nias Goda. Gray did well to backpedal, and the glancing header goes into touch. Here comes Claudio Bravo, and with the weaker right foot, he was unable to accurately clip that ball into the box. New York City clears again, but again, it's Portland who's in control. They're on it. Their yeah. side of the pitch with Mabiala. So they're feeling some comfort, John. It looks it looks like not only the situation of, you know, mental situation of having almost the trophy on your hands, but uh, but the physical part of it too. New York City FC is not running the way that they were running. New York City is giving a lot of space. And Portland Timbers is showing once again that they not only defend well, but when they have the ball, they can create. Gio Savarese has a ball is knocked out of play, runs to grab the spare ball and flips it into Diaz Goda. He goes to Valeri. And now, combination play, Mora leaves it for Valeri, but Valeri had run the other way. And now, Tylus Magno with a moment, Foul. and he's taken down by Chara. What? No, Villarreal, no, nope, yeah, now yeah, he'll he bring it back. He was looking to see if New York City had the advantage. <laughs> immediately, before the whistle was blown, New York City was all over him. But uh, Magno did well to draw the foul and calm things down for New York City. And Sean Johnson will take his time. He should uh, you know, get it up there quickly though. Well, here's a new ball now being put into play. These new Adidas balls that are a little bit more lively, is that what you said, John? Yeah, they feel that it's a little bit, you have more speed on that ball now. They feel that the, um, 
the friction with the surface is not as much, so the ball is faster. And then for keepers, in some moments, the color pattern that they have it on that ball can help, uh, not help you, but interfere with your action on the air. Magno, he's tucked along that far touchline on the Portland end and manages to dribble and then escape and then find Tavon Gray, who has acres of space. Gray to Magno. So Magno's all over, he's fresh. Outside. Coming in that substitute role, and this time Shradi receives, and he was offside, so Portland will have it. it that happened uh, inside the uh, Timbers box. Well, that's the end of the first half in this extra time. Yep, 50 minutes complete. No stoppage time at all in that first session. 15 minutes to go. This will be a uh, quicker turnaround than between regulation and the first overtime session. 15 minutes ago, and then PKs if necessary. And once again, Villarreal having a war with Maxine Chenat and Sean Johnson comes in just to make sure that everything is fine there, that your player is not in any kind of reaction and any kind of heated conversation. Chenat is back with the group, Villarreal <laughs> at the middle, and now we are ready for the second half of this extra time. Well, one thing we discovered is Chenot he got his mentality back to, to play the overtime period yes. after just spending most of the break jawing at the officials. And then this first session ended 15 minutes and he was back on Villarreal again. Yeah. So he, he <laughs> so did not forget. No, he did not forget. So Portland Timbers, winners of MLS Cup in 2015 against the Columbus Crew. That was played at the old Montfrey Stadium. Then 2018 against Atlanta United, losing in the final. United winning in their second season of existence. And then Portland now in their third MLS Cup championship. Felipe Morris scored the 94th minute, the fourth minute of a minimum four of stoppage time. The game ended on the New York City kick after Mora's goal to tie it up. Castellanos had given New York City the lead. The Golden Boot winner in the 41st minute. New York City was up 1-0. Mora made it 1-1. No score in the overtime session. New York City trying to become. Everybody, can, Glenn, everybody gathers around among Portland Timbers. New York City has already set up to begin with the second half. Now Portland is getting back to the field. This is as good as he can get. You have 15 minutes, you have to play the game. The people is gonna be on you, the atmosphere is gonna be on you, New York City FC has come far enough to not have their heads relaxed in the sense of, let's do our worst thing. And then, of course, the mental aspect, the physical aspect, whatever happens from now on, it's going to be tied up to that. Maxi Morales applauding his players as he looks back to the Maxi will take the kickoff. New York City attacking Steve Clark at the goal to our left. New York City in their Bronx blue tops, white shorts, Bronx blue socks. Portland in their green with gold trim. The deep green, the heavy green. Yeah. Emerald? No. It's, it's darker, right? All right, oh, here's a, a collision head-to-head. -head. It's Tastianos and Mabiala. Play continues, though, as they both pop up. Tylus Magno, Magno spinning away from pressure and working some technical magic 
to earn New York City a throw-in with Amundsen. Amundsen feet right in. He is doing his job. He is, you know, he's back to himself with the minutes that he's playing today. Mabiado off the throw, just chests it down, finds the feet of Paredes. And Morales, though, comes in hard. The ball pops into the air, and Zuparic steps in front of Castellanos. And you can feel, uh, see Castellanos feeling the effects of this full match in overtime, the amount of effort he gives. And now James Sands, oh. it's Valari who spins away from Sands, and then a poor ball from Valari. On one hop, it goes to Sean Johnson, but Valari showing some of uh, his prowess as he had Sands moving to Sands right and just spun away from the New York City homegrown. The first homegrown signed by New York City, James Sands. And he's been stoic and big today for New York City in that holding mid position along with Alfredo Morales. New York City in possession back to Johnson from Collins. And that's something, Glenn, that NYCFC has to be proud about. You had Sands, you had Tavon Gray. Those two guys are academy players and they are on the final and you made um, Alexander Callens who nobody knew in Peru basically become a national team regular income evolve which is not easy coming out of MLS so NYCFC is having a really good process there and it's really good work today and they still have in their hands the possibility to cop it up with the trophy all right Gray with a throw in Castellanos flicked it in behind his shoulder didn't run onto it. Tylus Magno tried to. Now a ball Ooh. knotted down by Maxi Morales, trying for the feet of Malde Amundsen, uh, rather uh, Israel Tajiri Shradi. Shradi, he substituted for Santi Rodriguez in the 80th minute. He's playing the right side of the attack for New York City. Zuparic right now having his way with Castellanos off the air ball challenges. You can tell Tate, like uh, we talked about Tavon Gray, feeling it, feeling the minutes, but Magno, putting in a lot of mileage here. The Brazilian who came in uh, as a substitute in the 95th minute for Jesus Medina. We're now in the 19th minute of overtime. Magno wins it back for New York City. And New York City tries to combine the return pass from Castellanos with Amundsen overlapping is behind uh, Malde. And that's why you heard the roar from the Timbers supporters. They get the throw in and they'll slow things up here. Jimmy Chirac comes back to get on the ball on his side of the pitch on the left side. Now it's uh, Zuparic. Zuparic and Mabiala, the center back pairing for the Portland Timbers. Now it's Bravo on the left side to Paredes and he leaves it for Jimmy Chirac. Has a little room, loves to play the combination, does so with Mora, but New York City defends that well against Cheneau. Now it's Shradi. Shradi wants to run at the defense. He gets by Jimmy Chira, then gets by the defender. Chira cuts in front. And yes, Shradi dragged him from behind. Just Quick restart by there. Portland. And here comes Portland back the other way. Just Asphalt. experience there, Glenn, from Diego Chira, just crossing his body, winning the position without even winning the ball, and uh, pushing Tradiuri Shradi to the outside of that play. Diego Chira has had a big game. He is on a yellow card. Morales with another interception. He and Sands have done well in the midfield, winning the ball for New York City. Maxi Morales, you can tell he's also struggling a bit, but was able to get on his feet after he was knocked down and find Tavon Gray, back of square ball to the right side. Now it's swung back to the left. 
It was Morales who drifted out wide, joining Malde Amundsen. Now they're both in the uh, Portland end. Maxi Morales directing traffic, not only moving himself, but pointing at his uh, teammates where to play the ball. New York City struggled in the first overtime, but here in the second session, it's looked better. Trotty gets it to his left peg. Just going back to fundamentals, Glenn. Good passing, long sequences. The ball is our ball. Let's take care of it. And that way, it's easier to defend at the same time. Portland trying to press on the ball back to Sean Johnson, but New York City breaks it with Sands. Sands, now to Maxi Morales, the uh, playmaker, the number 10, drifting out wide left. And he basically stops and puts his right foot on top of the ball. Now Sands looks for Amundsen. Malde's in. Moreno defending. Malde has to pivot out away from the pressure to find Maxi Morales. Morales still directing traffic and moving at a good angle of support. Alfredo Morales goes back to Collins. He's got some pressure from Mora, and Collins does well. He can play with his feet, and he finds Sean Johnson on the reverse. If now Cheneau. If this sequence finishes on a shot, Glenn, we got to look at the video because it's going to be a long sequence with a lot of passing before any kind of chance for New York City FC. It's moving the rival side to side. And New York City switches right to left. They're still on the ball. Portland hasn't had it for a number of passes by New York City. Now Magno into Shradi. The overlapping Gray. Gray in the area. His shot is parried away by Steve Clark. Why didn't he catch it? And now, though, it is Nia's Gota starting the counter for Portland, leaving it for Valari. Valari running on goal. Wide right for Paredes. His shot on Johnson and a diving save by the city keeper. He dove to his right, got both palms on it. Paredes offside. tried to bend it. And it looks like uh, Paredes was offside anyway. No, as uh, the ball remained in play, it was uh, the far side of the pitch where Nia's Gota was caught in the uh, in the offside position we have to have this play glenn on the video and share it during the week it's a sequence in which new york city has show their fundamentals moving the ball around holding them waiting for the opposition waiting for the moment a strike in the moment take the shot and then portland did the same their fundamentals sprinting getting the spaces taking a shot and johnson saving both keepers saving both teams on their fundamentals on the same sequence. We're in the 23rd minute of the 30-minute overtime period. 1-1 here in Providence. Actually, uh, it is Providence Park for the Portland fans. Providence Park <laughs> in Portland, Oregon. Malde Amundsen now has it. He's about 35 yards from goal, but he's very close to the touchline. Trying to clip one in was Alfredo Morales and an inadvertent handball by Amundsen as the ball skipped up on him. Morales was trying to find uh, Castellanos, yeah, who really Castellanos. hasn't been a factor in overtime, Tati. No. And Castellanos was trying to flick it with his head for Talismano on the space. Portland now swings it left. <laughs> Bravo, left channel, trying to find Diaz Goda, and Tavon Gray easily beats the the Polish international to the spot. But Tavon playing it safe. Off the short hop, he'll just put it into touch. Portland with a throw in about 25 yards from the corner flag. 
there left to right here in this uh, second overtime period. And here's a delivery to the back post. Sean Johnson will just let it run past him. All other players, it's a goal kick for New York City. Time to breathe. Time to get one or two more sequences. Long sequences is preferable for NYCFC. Take the time, look for one good shot, and probably that make it. Otherwise, PKs, but having in mind that we're not going to give that ball away and create problems for ourselves and put us in a hole right now. Shradi, nice little layoff to Medina, to Morales, back to Shradi. He's got space closing down Zuparic, but he leaves a lot of space for Shradi. He'll take a shot sometimes on these, but instead he goes square to Amundsen. Amundsen back post, looking for Castellanos, and New York City may get a corner. Yes, as a Bravo had to cut in front of Castellanos defensively. And now New York City will really take their time. Morales will go out by himself. And Here comes Alexander Collins from the back. Here comes Cheneau from the back. Right. Look at the, how agonized those guys are physically. They are just working their way. They have been warriors throughout that. Can one of them end this for New York City FC off this corner kick? And they create the triangle outside the box to defend any kind of a sequence. Cheneau talking to Villarreal, the referee, before the kick is taken. He's got Zuparic on him. Morales battling with Paredes. Here comes the service. Outswinger. Collins, it looks like he stumbled along the way. And then Gray tries Good. to uh, sidewind it on goal, but it's over the bar. Good from Gray. I don't care if that ball goes to Seattle. He has to finish that play. The team has to come back and set up their structure before any kind of situation that Portland can have for the counterattack. Just four minutes remaining, John, in overtime. Penalty kicks loom. And if uh, we do uh, reach that period, we will uh, review some of uh, what both Portland and New York City has done. New York City's already experienced the shootout against the Supporter Shield winners, New England, advancing by going five for five. But first, Marino, tough shot by Johnson. He hit it with the right foot. He was about 22 yards out, and it was a slicing ball. And give Johnson credit off the short hop. He catches it cleanly, and now he'll take his time. He's going to roll it out to Alexander Collins as Portland retreats a little bit defensively. Surprise that Portland maybe didn't press, but they're also trying to preserve things as New York City on the ball. It's Maxi Morales. He's allowed some freedom. A ball to the left falls a little short of Amundsen, but he's uh, managed to get it to the Brazilian Magno. Now Magno, Mabiala, also Moreno. It's two versus three there. Portland on the ball. Back to the keeper, Clark, and he's going to take no chances. He'll just spin it into the New York City end with a long service. Cheneau finds Collins. Back to Sean Johnson. Just three minutes left in overtime. Gray on the switch from Johnson. Here's Sands on the move. Nice little angled movement by Sands. He's dribbling into the area. Castellanos, 1-2 with uh, Sands and Trotty approaching. Trotty can't catch up to it. And again, Clark will send it to the New York City end. New York City's had a better of it here in the second session. Trying to make the appearance of the third man important on that play between Sands, Castellanos, yeah, and Tajuri Trotty. Tajuri Trotty didn't get to that ball at the end. Good play by Bravo. Bravo. He was playing a really good game, by the way. He is with the sole of his foot. He saved it along the far touchline. Trotty was there pressuring. 
And here, once again, great defensive play by the central defenders for New York City. Cheneau and Collins combining to win the ball back. Now it's on the feet of Morales, the playmaker. Now Alfredo Morales getting it from Maxi Morales. And now here's the center back creator, Alexander Collins. And it's Shradi on the weak side was open, but instead it was Castellanos who looked to uh, combine with Tylus Magno. Ball half cleared by Portland. New York City on it with Maxi Morales. Square for Sands. Finds Alfredo Morales dribbling laterally right to left. Now it's Shradi. Shradi right inside channel to Gray. Can Gray come up with something? Edge of the area. Nice little move. He goes Ooh. back to Shradi. It's a poor ball, and that'll give Portland a chance to step up. Shradi chases down just before halfway, and now we'll find Cheneau. 90 seconds. Left in overtime. Look at Maxi Morales, very deep on the left side. Now he's asking for the ball, he got it. He got it, has some room. Left inside channel, couple of dribbles in. Mabiala does well though, as uh, Maxi was trying to clip his service to find Castellanos. Amundsen winning it back. Now a little back heel, clever to Maxi Morales. Left footed service, looking for Castellanos, no! Shradi on the second ball! Against Jimmy Chara and Chara and Shradi. Shradi fouls. Jimmy Chara, what a fantastic defensive play for the Portland midfielder. As Shradi looked like he might get something off, but the effort of Chara, probably more noted for his attacking deliveries. And Tati Castellanos is limping. He, I think he doesn't even know where the pain is, but it's a lot of pain on the right leg. Castellanos getting back into position. According to the clock, there's 45 seconds left in overtime. You wouldn't expect any stoppage time in this particular session. Don't, don't think anything's really occurred that would uh, cause Villarreal to uh, have it. Now Magno has some space left side. Magno approaches the area. He wants to squeeze something to Amundsen. Amundsen does well. Does a little Cruyff to try to get around Moreno. Moreno, along with Chara, that's Diego Chara. And now the ball served up the field and Collins he wraps his arm around Felipe Mora. No call from Villarreal. He was Are you kidding? Are you kidding? New York City's still on it. Maxi Morales, Amundsen going to the back post. Castellanos can't catch up to it. Gets a little toe poke on it. That's and it. Now, and that'll do it. We're going to penalties. Wow. Armando Villarreal, Alexander Collins on that counter, wrapped up Felipe Mora with his left arm, took him to the ground, and Villarreal said, Let's play, boys. Well, it's been an interesting one from the guy in the middle. It's been a classic MLS Cup final with a lot of drama, more to come as we go to penalties. We're gonna take a timeout, take a deep breath, and when we return, it's the penalty kick shootout in the MLS Cup finals. Portland won, New York City won. You're listening to City Soccer on the New York City FC Network. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail. Up, 
I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. All right, here we go. Glenn Crooks, John Rojas, we're at Providence Park in Portland, Oregon. It's the MLS Cup Final here on the New York City FC Network, and we've come to penalties. Tati Castellano scored in the 41st minute from Maxi Morales. Felipe Mora unassisted in the fourth minute of second half stoppage time with a minimum of four minutes put up on the clock by Armando Villarreal. And that sent it into overtime, nothing doing there. Sean Johnson for New York City, Steve Clark for Portland. They both pound fists together. It'll be the goal right in front of Timbers Army where the penalties will be taken. New York City against the New England Revolution in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Five for five in penalties. Alfredo Morales, Tiago, Ismael Tajiri Shradi, Maxi Morales, and Alexander Collins. Tati is the first one. Tati Castellanos leading into that match, the only player for New York City this year to take penalties. He is four of five in penalties this year, saved by Matt Turner. 10 of the finals have come to extra time. Four decided by PKs. All right, Tati Castellanos against Steve Clark. The first penalty upcoming. Castellanos approaches and he finishes past Clark, drilling it low to the shooter's left. Clark guessed correctly, but it was hit perfectly by Castellanos. And here comes Sean Johnson, who saved the second kick by New England in the shootout in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Adam Buxa, that was a big moment for Johnson in New York City. Felipe Mora for Portland Timbers taking the first penalty kick. No doubt about it from Castellanos, just straight up, yes. Mora is one for one this season in the regular year from the spot. Slight angle to the right, he's a right footer. Takes it, and it's saved by Johnson! Sean Johnson dives to his right! Mora didn't put much on it, was more trying to place it! And New York City after the first round of penalties in the MLS Cup Final! They lead it 1-0! Chanel run all the way from the midfield 
to have way up to the box used to celebrate with Johnson. Morales coming out to take it now. Alfredo, Alfredo. Morales. Alfredo Morales converted the first kick against New England, the first of five straight for New York City FC, advancing to the conference finals on penalties. 30 years old, acquired this season by New York City. Approaches, stutter step, here's the shot. It's saved by Steve Clark. Morales to the shooter's right. Clark guessed correctly, and he's celebrating right now with Timbers Army. Steve Clark has a great relationship with the supporters. He did at Columbus, he does here at Portland, and here comes Diego Valeri. And in the same way that Chanel came to celebrate, he came to accompany, uh, uh, to be with uh, Morales, Alfredo Morales after him is the PK. Here comes Valeri, he's gonna take it. He approaches the shot, another save by Sean Johnson! Sean Johnson with his second penalty kick save! Wow, on Diego Valeri, who was one of two in the regular year for Portland. And again, Johnson diving to his right. Same corner to the right hand of the keeper. Sean Johnson, full extension on his body, stretched everything he could, and he stopped Bob Piquet there. The referee, the assistant referee actually, is having a war with Maxine Chanat, asking him not to leave the center of the field. Maxi Morales is going to take it right now for NYCFC. Maxi had been 5 of 12 for the penalty spot leading into the New England match. He made it there, and he makes it here! Maxi Morales and the double fist pump as he finishes it! Wow, Sean Johnson comes up to give the little Argentinian a hug, and New York City takes the 2-1 lead in penalties! Maxi Morales had issues with PKs during the season and in key moments for NYCFC. This postseason, he took it, he scored it, NYCFC won. And now he took it, he scored it. Let's see what happens. Maxi Morales converted the fourth kick for New York City against New England, converts the third here. Santiago Moreno on the ball for Portland Timbers. 21-year-old Colombian, slight angle to the left. He'll take it with the right. Sean Johnson on the line, takes the shot. Johnson gets left. Marino went the other way. And Portland ties it up. Dallas Magno is coming for NYCFC. Magno did not take a penalty against New England. His Brazilian mate, Tiago, did and converted. Ebers started the game against the Philadelphia Union in the conference final, but Magno came in in the second half as a substitute and scored the game winner for New York City FC. He's a cool 18-year-old. What can he do here with his fluorescent green boots? He approaches the shot and he finishes past Clark to the shooter's right, Clark's left and Tylus Vagno gives New York City a 3-2 lead in penalties if Sean Johnson can save this kick or if it's missed New York City wins MLS Cup Christian Paredes on the ball for Portland Timbers in front of Sean Johnson this will be Paredes first penalty taken in 2021. He keeps the ball before putting it on the spot. Paredes, again, slight angle right. He approaches the ball. Here's the shot, and he finishes. Goes down the middle. Sean Johnson guesses left. Alex Collins making his way to the penalty spot. Alex Collins 
The fifth and final taker for New York City against New England stroked home the game-winning penalty. Can he do it again for the MLS Cup for New York City FC? The Peruvian international, Alexander Collins, 29 years old, defender of the year for New York City in 2017. Regular for Gareca now on the national team. He angles to the right. He'll boot this with the left. Collins approaches the shot, and New York City wins the first MLS Cup on their first try. Seven years in this franchise, and they're going crazy. Players, coaches running all over the pitch. The pitch that's owned by Portland, Providence Park. Now we gotta pay attention to Ronnie Dyla. He promised something to the fans. Glenn, let's see if that happens. Ronnie Dyla, who after a, a cup championship with Celtic in Scotland, stripped to his shorts. And we'll just have to see what happens here. And in the meantime, what a great, great moment. Adding on to the other fantastic moments in 2021 for New York City FC. They win their second match in penalties during this run to the MLS Cup. Everything against, everything on the road, games to the maximum limit of time, PKs, they did it on the road. It wasn't the road to champion, it was champions on the road. I think we're gonna keep it here, John, because we really do want to see what Ronnie Dyla does. I'm trying to find him and see if he heads over. The supporters, 1,500 supporters plus, here for New York City FC, and what a distraught audience here. It got very quiet at Providence Park, and uh, Timbers Army, they're sitting. Give it they to don't them, normally sit. give it to them. They're right. still singing, they're all still right, all right. They're pushing si for the team. It's not as, as loud as they were, but they're still, you know, getting, their arms around their team. You're right, John. Now what we need is NYCFC guys getting closer to their fans, give it to them, right? The, the, I, the beautiful notion of celebrating with them after winning on the road, the historic first MLS Cup in history. We'll be back in a moment to continue the celebration for New York City FC. 1-1 at the end of regulation. 1-1 at the end of the overtime session at New York City. Alex Collins, for the second time this season, scores the game-winning penalty, first against New England and now against Portland for the MLS Cup Championship. You're listening to City Soccer on the New York City FC Network. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. 
Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You can hear the chants of the New York City FC supporters. They're in the bleachers to our right, far right corner at Providence Park. What a facility for soccer. The noise in this match. It's an MLS Cup final that lived up to any expectation that one could have. Well played on both sides. New York City, a big part of the story, John, is they're leading 1-0 for their first MLS Cup title in the fourth minute of, a minimum fourth minute of stoppage time, and Felipe Mora scores for Portland, credit to the Timbers, to send it into overtime, nothing doing there, and then for the second time in the playoffs, first against the Supporter Shield winners, New England, on the road at Gillette Stadium, and now in front of Timbers Army, on the road against Portland, that's where the penalties were taken, they win it again. Resiliency, Glenn. Yeah. Mental resiliency. You cannot be a winning team if you do not get up from the many issues that you're gonna find on the road. And they did it. They had it on their hands just a couple of minutes, probably seconds before the end of the regular time. But they used all that that they put out in New England, that they put out in Philadelphia. They came out strong, they breathed, they went into the game, they did better the second part of the uh, extra time, yes. The opposition plays too, of course. But they finish it off calm, collected, good PKs for almost everybody. I think Alfredo Morales missed just because of the stool step that he took. He kind of got in the middle of the decision between getting hard on the ball or just put it on one of the corners. But the rest of them, clear decisions, strong balls, strong shoots, and now they are the MLS 2021 champions, first time in the history of this club. The first two penalties taken by Portland, Felipe Mora, their goal scorer in regulation, their leading goal scorer this year, Diego Valeri, their legend, both saved by Sean Johnson, and then Moreno and Paredes converted. For New York City, Castellanos, who we could tell was suffering at the end of the game physically, came up and drilled a penalty. He's now five of six from the spot this year, none bigger than that one. Alfredo Morales was saved by Steve Clark next, but then Maxi Morales, Tylus Magno, and Alexander Collins finished it off for New York City FC as they are now starting to gather on the podium well, Maxime Chenot's all by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun because they went to the supporters section. They went close by um, the third rail Templados who are there, who made the trip. And down on that same area, there are some family members. And some family members jump out on the field because they couldn't contend the happiness that they're feeling right now. The team got there, celebrated with them, and now are on the podium we're getting ready to pick that, that trophy, the first one in history for NYCFC. A massive group on the charter on Friday. I was part of it, but family members, staff, it was a big plane and it was full. And it's part of this crowd that's here today. Supporters driving to Portland, flying to Portland. 
it meant that much to them to be here for their boys in blue who are now all gathering on the podium, getting themselves positioned first for the pictures and then to hoist the MLS Cup trophy for the first time in their history. Not only the first MLS Cup trophy, their first trophy of any kind, John, and that's significant as well. Yeah, I mean, you have to take into consideration the, the conference, the Easter's conference, right? But at the same time, this is the big one. This is what you're here for, no? I mean, that is the point for them. And and, and then this is the coronation for NYCFC also of a big process in which they left behind the uh, big last names that came into the club and turned into a club that is putting two academy players on the final, young players that are coming up from international games, and now, the, of course, a core of players that has been with NYCFC for a couple of years now. It's a totally different approach to manage MLS and the managed roster right now from NYCFC of the one they did when they first debuted on the league, Glenn. At the podium now, beneath where his players are, Sean Johnson is accepting the MLS Cup trophy, the New York City captain, Don Garber, the commissioner of MLS, making the presentation. We can't hear each word, but for the group behind them, <laughs> I don't, they don't think care they're, they're not hearing any they words. Care, the celebration has started. The podium is rocking. Nick and Cushing, he's doing a dance. Nick Cushing, uh, assistant coach for New York City, who was kind enough to be with us on the pregame show presented by Ford. And here he comes. Sean Johnson is getting the cup. He's going to raise that trophy and offer it to his teammates in any second now. All right, Sean Johnson. There's a little podium in front of his teammates, and now Johnson will go behind the larger structure. He'll climb the steps. Don't break it. Making his way right now, and he's going to be the one that will first hoist the MLS Cup trophy for New York City FC, a franchise born in 2013. They played their first match in 2015, the seventh year of the franchise, and there it is, the silverware, the trophy, New York City MLS Cup champions, 2021, defeating Portland in penalties here at Providence Park in Portland, Oregon. And I'm sorry, you gotta say it. I feel it for Red Bull fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. sorry. Well, they're going to be hearing it from the New York City supporters, <laughs> that's for sure. It's part of the game, too. It's part of the culture. It's part of a set team that someone in front of you is doing good things, too. Well, John, it's been a pleasure. John Rojas joining me on the broadcast today. Tactician extraordinaire who follows Portland closely, New York City, and MLS and reports on all of them. Thank you so much, John, for being here. Thank you, Glenn, for having me here. It's been an honor, it's been a pleasure. You know how I uh, admire you and I love you for your love of the game, for your knowledge of the game, and, and sharing this moment, historic moment for NYCFC, a team that now I uh, had to come clean. I have a tattoo on my left with a Statue of Liberty and a soccer ball coming out of the flame. So it's New York in there. All New York, John Rojas. So New York City will give you the final outlook statistically here at Providence Park. Portland out shooting New York City, 19-13 City with uh, shots on target, 7-5.
Corner kicks taken, 6-4 in favor of Portland, while New York City had 52% of the possession. In regulation, Tati Castellanos in the 41st minute from Maxi Morales, Maxi Morales' ninth assist of a Castellanos goal this year, all competitions. But Felipe Mora, in the fourth minute of second half stoppage time, delivers. Santiago Marino is uh, given an assist, and Mora's equalizer sent it to overtime. No overtime goals, that is. And uh, then it was uh, New York City once again producing in a penalty kick shootout. Castellanos, Morales, Tylus Magno, and Alexander Collins with a game-winning penalty while Sean Johnson make two huge shades in the penalty kick shootout. New York City wins MLS Cup. Basically, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say, when Maxi Morales put his penalty kick in, New York City FC wins. Maxi Morales, consecutive penalties converted in the shootouts in these playoffs. Today's broadcast was presented by Ford, the official truck and SUV partner of New York City FC. Visit buyfordnow.com or your local Ford dealer. Hayes, the official recruitment partner of New York City FC. New York Presbyterian, the official hospital and team doctors of New York City FC. And Heineken, proud partner of New York City FC. Drink responsibly. Well, I can't tell you when our next broadcast will be, <laughs> I suppose, February 26th. That's the opener against the LA Galaxy out on the West Coast. But for now, it's an MLS Cup championship for New York City FC. For John Rojas, I'm Glenn Crooks. Again, the final score from Providence Park in Portland, Oregon. New York City wins MLS Cup on penalties against the Portland Timbers after a 1-1 draw through regulation and overtime. You've been listening to City Soccer on the New York City FC Network.